Welcome to episode 29 of Vigi Game Apocalypse. I, as always, am your host, Michael Rapares. With me in the kitchen studio are... Christopher Atista. Hello. And... Uh, deceased R&B singer Smokey Robinson. <laughs> A.K.A. Michael Grimm. <laughs> no, we can Grimm. do that. <laughs> he can. He can get away with it. You can't. Mm. And, of course, as always... Tyler Wilde, who can't get away with uh, a funny introduction... No. Well, you probably could. Can't if you, get away with murder. Can't one. get away with arson. No. Uh, Tyler, PC but, you know, elitist, wild. To be fair, if you applied yourself, you probably could get away with murder. Mm-hmm. Um, Apologies to the Robinson estate if he's not actually dead. <laughs> he, he is not. <laughs> I believe he's not. Well, this is, as always, is a show about video video games. Games. video games. I miss video games. A child's diversion. An entire podcast dedicated to it. <laughs> With three men, four men in their thirties, probably. Hey, not yet. All I right. got one more in me. Twenty-eight, in buddy. Okay, I'll stop when you kill me. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we usually start the show with a top five. This mm. one comes to us from a listener, ODST, who suggested it in the top five suggestion thread. It is. Games that changed radically during their development. Ah. And I apologize in advance for using very few of listener suggestions because the ones I found were just so much more fun. Better. Number five. Wait, there must be another way. This one need not die. An excellent skill. Fortune favors your blade. Not fortune, skill. Watch a while longer and you might learn something. Yeah, from Altair of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's a game near and dear to my heart. More, more a series near and dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 put it that way. <laughs> but it was revealed in an interview with Edge from last year, which was recently published online, that it got its start as a Prince of Persia game. Was I correct? What Dude, I predicted that a long time ago. What that that it was the Anvil engine was created for Prince of Persia. Yes, and. That's where Assassin's Creed came from, yes. designing the engine for Prince of Persia. Yeah. I, somebody out there, look at you, Turbo. I remember No, know I'm on record for saying that. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only other thing other than Sean White snowboarding that used that engine. Well, it was... <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. For, for Prince a while, of Persia. For a while, it was called Project Assassins. Mm-hmm. But before that, for about a year, internally, it was known as Prince of Persia, colon, Assassin. And the idea was that you would not be playing as the prince... That you would have this childlike prince with special powers who would constantly get into trouble, and you, Ooh. as his as- assassin bodyguard, would have to save him. And it really came out of that Patrice Desolets was fascinated with assassins at the time and with that secret mm-hmm. society. And he was asked to make a Prince of Persia game, and he just kind of started wandering off and like coming up with his own IP mm-hmm. and trying to find a way to justify it being part of Prince of Persia. Huh. Whoops-a-daisy. Mm-hmm. Look what you stumbled into. Yep, and then he created a billion-dollar franchise and left after and the I, second edition. I love Pop 08. I'll, I'll never say anything bad about that mm. game. And now it's about pirates. Yep. Assassin pirates. Yep. Well, they kind of got, got far away from the, uh, well, the Prince of Persia well, they're origins. Out of, they're out of Dan Brown books to plagiarize, so now they're in the <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I said, I, I mean, it might not... I don't know if 4 will be a great Assassin's Creed game, but it might be a great pirate game, so I'm really looking forward That's to it. the beauty of the game. It's sort of like GTA, which has a different protagonist every time, mm-hmm. except that it can traverse time very easily according to its own plot devices. And that's awesome! It can be part of it the is, same yeah. series yep. and always take place in a different time and place. 
That's so beautiful. Not a lot of games can get away with that's, that. That's part of why I love that. Alex Hutchinson, who was the creative director on Assassin's Creed 3, mm-hmm. put it as one of the draws of Assassin's Creed is that you are a tourist in history. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like you get to, I mean, you're, you're doing all the usual open world shit. You're parkouring over stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're also getting to see a recreation of a point in time and, and it going on and an adventure. And seeing the extent that they go to to recreate that point in time mm-hmm. is absolutely astounding. I can't wait for the day where uh, schools collapse and <laughs> history lessons are replaced it's already with Assassin's happening. Creed. You can't it's wait for happening. Assassin's Creed Vice City? No, just Assassin's <laughs> just, Creed to be fifth grade uh, history. Yeah. <laughs> Physics lessons are already Kerbal Space Program, so <laughs> it's, we're not far away. Well, every time I talk to Michael about the game, he talks like, so this character you might remember from history. Like, no, no, I don't, Michael. <laughs> I, I, don't, I absolutely do not remember this character from history. I, well, I learned about a lot of historical figures by playing Assassin's Creed, like mm-hmm. Rodrigo Borgia. Like, he was the villain in Assassin's Creed 2 and to a lesser extent in Brotherhood. And he was the, the Pope. Mm-hmm. He was an actual Pope. He is generally remembered as the most, one of the most corrupt Popes in history. This is the TV show, too. On, is it AMC? Yes, the Borgias. Showtime, the Borgias. Yeah, uh, yeah. Why do I always pronounce it the Borgia? Borgia. Borgia. Like Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Borgia. <laughs> Taste my big Borgia. <laughs> Uh, they, they were Spanish, apparently, which is, is weird. Yeah, Borgia is not a, a name I really recognize. Borgia, Borgia, Borgia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just like saying stuff like that. It yeah. doesn't really matter what it is. I'm drinking a high life, high life, high life, Miller, high life, steel reserve, reserve, union made. Support our troops. Instead of instead of protecting a prince, we just got to be a cool assassin mm-hmm. who ran around and killed people. And I guess to a certain extent, the prince was replaced by this guy. Whoa. Where am I? You're inside the animus, which is it's a projector that renders genetic memories in three dimensions. Genetic memory. Seems you'll need a bit of a tutorial. <laughs> Very well. It's a bit on the nose. That's that's one of the things I love about the game, because the game establishes itself as Desmond playing a game. It explains explains every glitch, every video game trope can all be explained to the the player through it coming to the Animus. I'm going to disagree. Yeah, no. I don't like the Animus. I don't like the genetic memory stuff. It's like, it's just a bunch, it's just... They spend a bunch of time going, Mm -hmm. here's the device that makes our plot work. And I'm like... You didn't need to tell me that. You know what? You could have just done a series of like vignette Probably. stories about assassins, mm-hmm. and but I would have bought it. I do li- love the idea that through DNA you can travel into the memories and ex- in very existence yeah. of a, a different well, character. I, I and like they're it. all related to Desmond, though. That is important. Yeah, and I, I think the people either tend to love or hate the Desmond storyline. Mm-hmm. I hated it in the first game. Mm-hmm. I thought it improved a lot in the, the two and its sequels. Not so much Revelations. Oh, I thought you said that was. Well, I just saw you run around as Desmond in Italy. Yeah, that uh, well, that, that was in Brotherhood. And then in Revelations... You in Brotherhood? Huh? I didn't do it in Brotherhood. Yeah, you did. Revelations was when you had, like, the weird uh, first-person portal puzzles. Mm. Mm. Uh, that was the, the one set in Istanbul, not Constantinople. Okay. I played, uh, I don't like, know why uh, half an hour of Revelations and was like, nope. <laughs> I really like Brotherhood, though. Yeah, Brotherhood's fantastic. Um, I forgot where I was going with this. The, I like the, the Desmond storylines because mm-hmm. they're a framing device mm-hmm. that ties all the episodes together with mm-hmm. a common thread. 
And that, that kind of frees up the past segments to focus more on the past and on this weird mm. first civilization thing they've got going on. Mm-hmm. And then Desmond is the one who delves into that in the present day. Yeah. So the, the original yeah. stuff is less sci-fi. It, it mm. keeps its historical flavor. Mm-hmm. And then you, the modern day shit is like all sci-fi. Yeah, yeah I like it because it, it turns Desmond into like uh, the de facto Rod Serling of the series. Submitted for your approval, Damascus. It's like a my history channel <laughs> who ran around killing people. There was a man once who considered the Pope corrupt. <laughs> See, and he punched him in the face. I've but got did the history not kill channel him. and sci fi on like flashback on the mm. TV remote. And I just right. You're back and back and forth. When the history show goes into commercials, mm-hmm. I watch whatever's on sci fi. Pretty rad. You watch Sharknado. Sharknado. Or... And then I go back to something about Hitler's bunker. And <laughs> you know who's going to have. Uh... It was full of sharks. <laughs> It's Shark Bunker. My God, it's full of sharks. Uh, who's going to have a really hard time is like in the future when some guy's reliving Desmond's oh. past through the DNA memory. He's going to be like, he's going to double up on it and be really confused. He's just going to be like an embryo yeah. with a hat. Well, I remember there, there was a bunch of theories about that. Like before three came out and mm-hmm. like before four was fully revealed, that it's like it's going to turn out that you've been another guy in an animus in the future and you've been experiencing Desmond's memories this whole time. And there are little hints like little red herring things that indicate that may be the case like especially in the first game like there'll be the occasional weird little flicker like something there there was just a little well, glitch but it's clearly intentional i don't know i get the feeling that there's a lost-esque we don't really know what's but happening and we keep creating I, not, things to keep it going i wouldn't we say do one every year i wouldn't yeah. say it doesn't matter but i love that desmond frames everywhere we go but his storyline is always secondary to what we're actually experiencing in the past yeah mm-hmm the story does matter, but it's like they can kind of play with it any way they want. The, I mean, even the second game is like everything the people who put you in the Animus told you is a lie. <laughs> Welcome to a different faction. Yep. It's funny how this is getting. They're also going to stake you in an Animus. Mm-hmm. But this one you can, re- for the you same can walk out of if you want. Mm-hmm. I, I won't credit Assassin's Creed with inventing this, but I'll credit them with popularizing, mm-hmm. creating a simulation within the game in order to justify game mm-hmm. tropes. Uh, Which yeah. Saints Row 4 totally. Yeah. Totally takes that, and and knowingly takes mm-hmm. that. I was going to say a game we will talk about later I also do does that. that. But well, you know what? <laughs> um, the listeners are smart. Uh, Fair enough. They they <laughs> they would know. What we're d- I'm just saying, like that is increasingly popular. And even though I don't really like the animus stuff, it is a really nice cop out to be able to be like. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can kill all these people. It's okay. You're not. You could explain really anything like that. DRM uh, <laughs> shutdowns. <laughs> like it's DRM it's just it's the animus. The animus yeah. always needs to be the, online. The DRM is the game, and you're actually <laughs> yes. playing the game within the game. Oh, Desmond, you've discovered that the animus is microtransactions. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond, you're in the free to play animus. Great. Quick, insert your credit card to get out. <laughs> I love talking about game narrative. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, game that changed a lot in, during development. Yeah, uh, Ludo narrative cool. microtransactions. Let's continue. move along. Number four, the cradle of the progenitor virus. Leon S. Kennedy. Ha. Uh, Resident Evil Four. Yeah. yeah. What was this going to be? What so I've never even heard about. Resident this. Evil. You have never heard of Resident Evil Four. I've never heard that it was a different game. Well, oh, it was two different games. Yeah, most the, most of the Resident Evil games have like stuff online that are like wild deviations of what you yeah. actually played. Well, hmm. Resident Evil Four started like the the game that it started as mm-hmm. turned into Devil May Cry. Yes, 
That was the first attempt at a what? Resident Evil 4. Mm-hmm. And they, I guess they decided, like, this sword flinging stuff is really fun, but doesn't fit in with Resident Evil, mm-hmm. so let's make it about demon killing. How didn't they decide that as soon as it was conceptualized? <laughs> I don't know. I guess, you know, it was the... Here's late, a completely different game. Ah, this doesn't seem very It was Resident the late Evil-y. 90s, early 2000s. It's like, let's take a wild departure and make it about an anime badass. And then, mm-hmm. like, eh, it doesn't really fit in with Resident Evil. Let's make it something else. Okay. And then the second iteration, which you can see videos of online, mm-hmm. and what that was from a trailer of, was like, it was much closer to what Resident Evil 4 was, but it was Leon battling against a fog that carried the progenitor virus, and he also battled against supernatural enemies like ghosts, one of which like tries to kill him with a giant meat hook, hmm. and also these things. Clickers! So, those laughing things are creepy-ass Silent Hill it's baby terrible. dolls with knives. I was going to say... And no. he keeps setting them on fire, and they run around in circles screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody tell M. Night Shyamalan that someone tried to make something about someone fighting fog, because <laughs> it'll happen. It will happen. Then I'll get to adapt. I feel like it was done in that movie, The Fog. Twice. Well, mm-hmm. there's ghost pirates in The Fog, to be fair. <laughs> Spoilers. Is it The Mist? No, yes. The Fog. The Fog. House of That's Sand a good point. And Fog? House of ah, Sand Fog. Yes. <laughs> Shyamalan already went further by having them fight just air. And yeah. <laughs> the happening. Yeah. And yeah. trees. There's, there's no and fog. It's called the happening. <laughs> it <laughs> happened. <laughs> I do like the idea of a Resident Evil game just going totally supernatural, though. Not just yeah. being like... It's kind of cool. To well, be fair, I, I guess they sort of I think of it, the game ha- has to be rooted in horror at, at some point. It's not and horrifying that, it, about a ghost. Yeah. It's like, instead of zombies, like, let's have ghosts It's, it's now. true, but then what we're talking about, at least on the... Uh, what And again, I don't know this really happened. I, I'm going off the same internet hearsay. As everybody else, uh, that wink. No, no, I, exclusive polygon. I, 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 I am the the only thing I'll, I'll say, and it, it um, is that I've asked uh, working at Capcom, like, can we show unfinished beta footage? Uh, maybe some other direction this game took. Like, let's do a feature out of that. Let's show that to people. And it's like it's a really tricky situation because. Oftentimes, scrapped projects turn into other games, and we don't want to give away game mechanics. Hmm. And I'm not saying this is that situation. That's true. This situation was not mentioned, but this is... Yeah. Can you understand that? Why, like, yeah, well, uh, there's... Yeah, I was bringing back Fatal Frame. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> we just published that. There, there's <laughs> one thing that... I, I'm going to drift off topic for a second. Uh, mm-hmm. At GDC a couple years ago, mm-hmm. they there was like a big Portal 2 panel mm-hmm. that was amazing. And they showed off some of the early versions of Portal 2, mm-hmm. which uh, that would have been a good nick game for inclusion on this list because mm-hmm. it was completely different. Mm-hmm. And they kept talking about that they had developed a completely new mechanic called F-Stop. And they wouldn't say what F-Stop was because they were like, we might put that into another game down the road. Well, that's a camera terminology. Uh, I was going to oh, say, oh, oh. Uh, F-Stop uh, is going to affect Shutter something rate. with cameras. Yeah, Shutter? Shutter. Shutter. Shutter? Uh, I, I also remember, um, I love, occasionally I'll just go look at it because on certain games press sites, the original Team Fortress, like the mm-hmm. first screens yeah. are just green, bland army men in mm-hmm. helmets. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was announced as something completely different. And that, that was one of, like, I looked at a lot of games for this, and mm-hmm. most of them were ones that had been through some sort of cosmetic change. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Fuse or Borderlands, mm-hmm. or it's like, well, you know, this this changed a lot from the original look, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like it changed a lot in terms of gameplay mm-hmm. or overall tone. Or, or Borderlands feel. is a good example because I feel like that change made it made a franchise. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, we're seeing previous stuff for Borderlands before they went like kind of vague, all super I, serious. I like, this and I was really like, this looks stupid. I don't, I don't care. But then when they changed the art style, I was like, this looks interesting, mm-hmm. and then it became a huge thing. There would have been nothing to distinguish it from Rage. Yeah, it looked a lot like Rage, actually. Yeah. And I, I just love, I remember loving, like, Borderlands is a really cool name. Mm. I, remember it just is. I remember being incredibly bored at the first time, never playing it again. Easy. <laughs> Easy. I remember, this is where cars live. Get you one. Yeah, no, <laughs> I love not, that. I'm really not is Borderlands board. set in Cars Land in Disneyland? No. Oh, wow. Well, that'd be great I if the Borderlands it. world was where all the people from the Cars universe yeah. went. Ka-chow! Ka-chow! <laughs> I actually reviewed Borderlands, I think. You did. Now, that's when you went up to like one of the little tra- teleporters that gave you a car. Ah. And it, it played that um, sound. Good Man, it's so bad that I didn't remember that I reviewed Good I'm played by Owen Wilson. Good show. I I'll, I'll never forget that. Yes, kids. that's your go-to joke, and it's <laughs> great. Sorry. I tried to kill myself. Uh, Coach, uh, Did I crazy so many that other one? things before and since. What? Did I crazy You crazy it, yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> that's another one of Tyler's eights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like Resident Evil 5 and 6, who cares? I'm tired of Exactly. <laughs> they were basically 4 anyway. They didn't change much. What the? I'm, sorry, I'm just Chris. running around. What? 6 is fine. 5 is fine. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. I do want to say, like, every time we post a deal for, for RE6, this game is crap. Like, you don't play enough games. Mm. I saw this game CBT is so story. not crap at all. Oh. Play the Ada Wong bits. Those are the best. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's plenty of great stuff to love. And, the, and you guys definitely made a good choice in unlocking them from the beginning after a while. Yeah, there was a patch that went through that made I that think a, so, a, a yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. Sorry to digress, because you mm. probably can't comment on this, what? Chris, but there was a like CBG story today mm-hmm. about someone saying that RE7 is going back to the survival horror roots. Oh, Did only... you read that? You hear that? Um, you know that? Were you, was that you? Yeah. <laughs> that was me. And, and we are we're going this? back. Do you know about this, folks? We're going. Did you hear about this? You, you hear about this? RE6 going back to its roots? Did you hear about this? So good, man. you hear about this? Yeah, it turns out we're going to be alone in the dark. Yeah, we're going to be alone in the dark, everybody. Not the original, but the remake. Terry, it's doing the voice for chill. I'm just saying, I was actually surprised to see Resident Evil in the news because I'm like, they haven't announced anything and I don't. Expect them to for a while. Right? Sure, like it'll be a little while before a new resident. Sure, evil. but we—it's definitely going back to its root. We're, we're talking about like live-action cutscenes. No oh, good. That's wow. all it's going to be. Oh, great. Are they going to be terrible? Yeah, I mean that's the all intent. right. That's good. the intent. But like, you, it's hard to manufacture something terrible. They should. It should. Look have, at bird damage. It should. Ha- mm. Will it have your blood in it? <laughs> Mine. Chris is <laughs> blood. My, my blood. Like like this a like a ki- like a kiss Chris's comic book. Blood. <laughs> I'll pour it in the vat that prints on the cover. Uh, uh, I'd be more than willing to do that. <laughs> Cooking Mama makes an appearance to make a Jill sandwich. <laughs> uh, how about this? Tyler, you haven't heard the last from Resident Evil. Whoa! Exclusive! Official exclusive! Get a reggaeton horn? Yes. Reggaeton sandwich. Resi 7, Resi 7, Resi 7. Yes. Anyway, Resi is a thing British people say. Continue. It's true. Number three. Jill sandwich coming soon at Six Flags, by the way. <laughs> Best ride. <laughs> Anybody want to take any guesses as to what you just heard? Rayman. Nope. I totally know what that is. No, think of another mascotty character. Bubsy. Nope. Gex. Nope. Close. Nope. 
Uh, I will. What can I? I will. Sh- I will show you in with another sound clip. Oh, hello. Got it. Talker. Can you help me? Ugh. Ugh. I, 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 I need to get home and go to bed. Conker sounds very well at all. Sounds like <laughs> Robot Chicken's version of Lindsay Lohan. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, God! I'm not feeling well. I'm so British. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Conker. Which, when it was first revealed, was a very traditional kitty game, and it felt like pretty much the entire internet at the time, which was about you know six or seven people revolted and said god this is just another fucking kitty game from nintendo and rare it's, when will they realize their audience has grown up isn't it more and inter- is now 16 <laughs> it's, it's more interesting that they had released there is a kitty version of conquers that was available at retail for the game boy there was yes and he was also in that version diddy of the kong. character was in yeah diddy kong racing mm-hmm. He was in Diddy Kong Racing, so he was he had already been established at retail mm-hmm. as a kitty character that they yeah. then well, nobody cares. And then he had a bad fur day. <laughs> and there there that that version of the game was pretty far along because there's like mm-hmm. a half hour of footage from it. Yeah. That mm-hmm. I, I lifted that sound clip from. And you can play as Barry, who just looked like a female version of Conquer with like a big fifties hairstyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me more. Yeah. Also, she, she I'd conk her. She wore a skirt that did not cover her crotch. It only went down to like mid waist level, and then oh, she had the my deviant art profile's getting yeah, deleted tonight. I'm a furry character who doesn't wear pants thing going on. Uh, search, uh, search, conquer, and then your name. Yes, yes, yes. conquer and Michael Grimm for mm. one. <laughs> conquer Smokey Robinson. If that doesn't turn up. Anything, Michael Grimm the Conquer means we need to make something. Maybe a contest. Mm, maybe, maybe. But I, I can't understand how shocking this game was to me. Mm-hmm. Like, as a kid when this came out, like, it sounds yeah. corny where it's just like, oh, let's repurpose this thing. But in the context of what it is, where it's an actually published game for the N64 yeah, under by Rare. By Nintendo. By fucking Nintendo. Nintendo, who is the most conservative publisher of all time. It was it was truly like, wow, holy shit, they're actually doing this. And yeah, I mean, like, they got, to- they got so sick of the criticism that they don't mm-hmm. cater to an adult audience that they're like, you know what? Fuck you. Check this shit out. And it's juvenile. Nintendo does what Nintendo. How yeah. about that thing? <laughs> it's juvenile. It doesn't hold up very well. Yeah. I mean, Conquer. It start. The game starts off with Conquer tearing the N sixty four logo apart with a chainsaw. Yeah, it it, it it's juvenile. It doesn't it's hold, sodomizing hold up, hold up very well. But it, it, it like that, it nothing, holds up terribly. Nothing had been done. But at done the time, to it was degree. amazing. Yeah. It was it was incredible. It was like one of the best games yeah. ever when it, it came out. It also um, hit the ground the same time as South Park, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Which I mean, is like the perfect a, a couple years after. Yeah. I think no. it was it was toward the tail end of the N64's lifespan, so it's like we were kind of moving on toward PS2 when it dropped, and just, then it was like, oh my god, Nintendo's awesome! I remember going to like the, my, my local punk rock club. Do I sound like somebody's dad? Yeah, uh, he's like a narc, actually. Well, You're fuck fucking it. undercover cop. I went, to go see, uh, I went to go see Dropkick Murphys and Lars Fredrickson, the Bastards, mm-hmm. and, and then I go in the bathroom, and I'm peeing on a Nintendo advertisement in the urinals. Like, that's how they were marketing Conker's it was like ah piss on me, and it was a urinal cake with conquer or like it a urinal piss that on with, you. It yeah. did. It was like it, it, Nintendo conquer pee on me. They were giving that out to to dive bars 
for people to yeah. piss on. Well, there there was a literal part That's in awesome. the game where you had to get conquered drunk yes, and then piss on fire. fiery dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If any of you has uh, one of these conquer urinal stickers, I will give you fifty American dollars. Whoa! Yeah, I would yeah. fifty I would well. USD. 50 if you US. have you know two, what? that's a hundred. I'm gonna bucks. up that ante. I'll throw in a copy of Ducktales Remastered on Whoa. Steam. Instagram. Hey. Right. I wonder if those exist. I'll on, throw in a uh, on on code for PC Gamer Digital. If you PC <laughs> 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 Gamer Digital. <laughs> it's funny. No, no, I know that hurt. Uh, right uh, now, the people who didn't listen to Talk Raider are totally confused. Knowing All three of knowing you. like <laughs> brand stuff, like logo stuff, it's kind of funny. Like the the sawing apart the N sixty four logo was probably the hardest thing to get through. Yeah, based on knowing how companies operate with. Is that gonna devalue our brand? Only say that in Japanese, and then you have the conversation that, that happened for months. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me, will that devalue our brand? <laughs> yes, that's what they said. It only yes. reminds me if you ever see the uh, very maybe it aired once the pilot for the Ferris Bueller TV show, what? and the character who is not, Ferris Bueller and not Matthew Broderick saws through Matthew Broderick. Uh, as a cardboard standee. That oh. sounds really dumb. And Get the Ferris out. Like, what is happening? And But Jennifer Anderson was slow in that, that hmm. show. Do you have any anyway. uh, sound clips from the poop boss? Oh, I am the great and great. mighty poop. And I'm going to throw my shit at you. Is that good? <laughs> That's very good. I don't know if Michael had it. I would be very embarrassed if he has the real clip on me. On him. I can probably What was weird it is that it, it was second. Conker's... Bad Fur Day Reloaded or whatever it was called for Xbox actually censored yeah, the it, curse words. It, like the original, I remember it having like uncensored shits and fucks. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then it's like, like bleep, bleep, bleep. Like, why? Why? You're this is Xbox. an M rated game. We barely yeah. had M rated games. You with Halo. Then. What is happening here? Yeah. Why are you censoring things? I think it was just. How can you go raw dog getting... on an N64 but not an Xbox? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the NSA box? Is that what you're talking about? Hey. So uh, I will play. Whoa. Actually, no. You know what? I'm going to save Great Mighty Pooh. We're going to go out on ah, break with that. I like it. Yes. So anyway, anybody have anything else to say about Conquer? Great game. Yep. Not a great game. <laughs> cool memory at the time. Yeah. Well, great game at the time yeah. when it came out on Xbox. Like this isn't as good as I, I remember. <laughs> cool for day, It's bro. in one of the the only thing cool I made that I'm actually proud of at Games Radar. Uh, uh, gaming's most important farty butts, mm-hmm. yes. or it's under the headline of three oh, whole favorite. minutes of uh, ass oh, farts and butt shit. Oh my Christ! You had that. You had that cow in there, right? I, the cow. You had to feed prune juice in order yeah. to shit in a drain to fill up a lever, and then you oh, release yeah. a bull yes. that rams the cow and makes it explode. Yes. Which poop. totally makes sense because you know I, I guess bulls are killing cows all the time. We, we don't want to show sex. No, that was an ejaculation. <laughs> oh, I think that I was see, pretty I clear. Poo jacket was. It were true Hitchcockian. And then you have to swim through a literal river of diarrhea. But the texture on the diarrhea, it was so... <laughs> lovely. I mean, for lack lovely of a better red. word, crude. It's just like little Nintendo 64 droplets of, of thorny, corny, literally corny diarrhea coming out of a cow's butt. It's the, like the grossest thing I've ever seen when it was then up-pressed on the Xbox. <laughs> like, it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> like the textures on my real poop are like 16 by 16. Like it's not a high-res yes, thing. It's, it's immaculate. Just, it just I, looks like the salt flats are a little darker. I think, I think part of it was that 
on the N64, like the shock value was such a huge part of the yeah, appeal because definitely. every time something like that happened, you're like, I can't believe Nintendo's yeah. doing like, this. What's even the next closest thing that was on N64? I'm turning around and looking at my parents are watching and realizing I'm an adult with my own apartment. Uh huh, exactly. Yeah. Resident Evil 2 was on N64, right? Yes, it yes. was. That made, what, how many M rated games are there? Not that many. No, not many. On N64, probably not. Yeah. Probably more toward the end of its lifespan. I guess Quake was on there. Yeah. Well, even then, that's just polygons exploding. I I believe I had Hex. Hexen. 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 Yeah, yeah, Hexen on the 64. The Hexen Valdez. (laughs) (laughs) Timely. But yeah, playing that on on Xbox, it's like the appeal is gone because this is like what Microsoft's image is. Mm -hmm. Also, you're super edgy and extreme. Yeah, that's another part. (laughs) I I was probably like. Uh, between 18 and 20 mm-hmm. when Conquer mm-hmm. came out. I can't remember the exact year. Yeah, probably 30. Oh, I was a damn child. <laughs> no, actually, no. It was it was after I'd graduated college, so I was around like 21, 22. Ew. Hmm. Should have known better. Anyway. <laughs> Number two. Is what Conquer's full of. Yes. Jokes. Joke, jokey, joke. I want to see if you can recognize this voice. We are starting to see some great games come back to the map, but this is one of the coolest I've ever seen. This game is going to ship early next year for Bungie, and this is the first time anybody has ever seen it. It's the first time they've debuted it. And so I'm very happy to uh, welcome on the stage Jason Jones, who is the co-founder of Bungie and the Halo Project lead. Halo is the name of this game, and we're going to see for the first time Halo. That was Ashton Kutcher. Close. Oh, there's Damn a it. guy that Ashton Kutcher plays. I'm confused now. Uh, Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs. That was Steve Jobs? That was Steve Jobs. Wow, yeah. really? And Steve Jobs introducing Halo at Macworld. Fuck. That's when, craziness. When Halo I was... I remember that. I remember wow. It was a Mac-exclusive RTS. Yep, that's I remember right. it so well, because I remember it that being makes stolen. no fucking sense now, because mm-hmm. we are so used to the idea of Bungie being like Microsoft's second Microsoft party. Halo, Microsoft Halo, Microsoft Halo, Bungie, yeah, Microsoft right. Halo, Bungie. Exactly. What what the, was it? Marathon was that the name of the yeah, game? Yeah, Marathon. Marathon. Good right. game, Marathon. Yeah, but Bun- so Bungie like was just built its its reputation as a Mac developer. It did Pathways into Darkness, which was like this weird Wolfenstein 3D like first person adventure where it's set in like a, an Incan temple. It did Marathon, which was fucking awesome and underrated. Quick but side. at the same time, or uh, I went to a Goodwill not two years ago, and they had a box of sealed copies of Marathon in that triangular Mac. Oh, box. really? Oh, yes. We buy all nice. of them. I, yes. you can I didn't get buy Marathon. any of them. I was oh, unemployed at the man. time. <laughs> if you want to try Marathon, fans have put it on PC. They've it's also on 360. Done the engine. Is it's it? Ca- it's kind of. It's not a great port, but it's it also is free. Marathon Two is on so. 360. Uh, Probably better on PC. But it's like. At the same time, when I was like, man, this is like the one good Mac, and we had a Mac in the house, the best thing that could have happened to Bungie was Microsoft going, eh, come on. <laughs> uh, really? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, How much has Jobs given you? Uh, huh? let's, let's give you more and give you a chance at success. Uh, does, he have a, does he have a shiny new Newton? Like, as sad as I am, <laughs> that, like, every Halo became a... Beat like, up Xbox Master exclusive. Chief. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bungie would not have gone very 36 far. 36 minutes. But yeah, Bungie probably would not have. Uh, it, if it was, they had stuck with Mac, no. Anyway, before they did Halo, they did another game called uh, Myth, the yeah. Dark Age, I mm-hmm. think, which was like back when we had like Warcraft Two. It was like a completely revolutionary RTS. It actually introduced like terrain with different levels. It was three D, and you were controlling armies in kind of a more indirect way. 
And so Halo was going to be their attempt at doing a sci-fi RTS along the same lines. And then at some point it changed and they were like, we're going to make this a third-person shooter instead. Yeah. And that was before Microsoft finally picked it up and it became part of the Xbox's lineup. Mm-hmm. I remember how mad I was when it changed because yeah. I was looking forward to a new RTS. But I want, I want you to hear Master Chief's original voice. Ooh. Recon reporting. Oh. Hostiles have been neutralized. Say again? Over. The drop zone is clear. Robot. I repeat, the drop zone is clear. Hello, it is 1950, and oh. I am a robot <laughs> made out of cardboard. I am Gort. <laughs> I God. shoot lasers oh, from my eye slit. So much. Could you imagine if they Talk just kept that? Cortana. To be uh, fair, I've actually never played a Halo game, so Tyler, I don't know what Tyler. that sounds like. Gortana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a little comedy Please button. Continue. There's a comedy button on the soundboard. Where, Where is it? Where is it? Bottom right. Bottom right. Two of them. It's not ruined. Let's do it to the jungle. It's true. <laughs> don't run into a tree, George. There you go. <laughs> there you go. What, so did, what did Gort say? <laughs> He didn't say anything. He was a robot who shot blazer beams at him. What's the other guy that said Paul Freeze? Klaatu Varada Nikto. That's the one. It's, Thank is it you. Paul Freeze who talks? I don't know. I never saw this movie. Oh, Paul Freeze is great. Uh, I mean, I, yes, I want to make my eulogy, is Paul but Fire. he's dead. <laughs> so I have to continue living. <laughs> you son of a bitch. People called him Mr. Freeze. Mr. Son Freeze. of a bitch. Man, so back when Bungie was movie. doing Somebody this. correct me. <laughs> Were they dreaming of Doritos tie-ins? Just <laughs> hitting the big time? I don't think that had even occurred to anyone. Ever. Mac yeah. would have been a kale chip and kombucha tie-in. I'm imagining, they would have stayed with Mac and yeah, I'm imagining two developer bros like filled with hubris, and I, they still aren't talking about double XP Mondays on Mountain Dew cans. They're, they're not, they, they had no idea that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's more of a COD thing, to be fair. I but, played yeah. Halo 2 for three hours, and I never looked back, and I never played another one again. Oh, that's Three's great. Halo 3 co-op. Yeah, 3 was amazing. Nope, you guys are wrong. You're actually wrong. I played played through 3 on Legendary with Charlie and Brett and possibly you, Chris. No, I was disincluded. You know another game I hate because I never played with anybody? Left 4 Dead. Really? Left 4 Dead was a fantastic game. I hate it because I never played with any of you guys because you you all shunned me like a black sheep. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can amend this. We can amend this. I'm, I'm, I love you, Mike, and I'll play Left 4 Dead with you. Okay. It's really fun with people. I'll I be, love, I, we'll I'll, get funny mods. I'll be a raptor and we'll uh, go through the GoldenEye mod. Oh, this yes. will be fun. Okay. I'll be Macho Man. They've recreated levels from GoldenEye, but it's Left 4 Dead. It's really fun. All right. This is in two. Halo. Halo. <gasps> oh, we're done. Yeah. Oh. Ninja Gaiden. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> So I want you to listen to this music and realize that it was very nearly something you never heard. And in fact, if they had stuck with the original designs for Legend of Zelda, it would have sounded a lot more like this. That would be the iconic Zelda music you remember. Hmm. Because the original design for Zelda, it wasn't going to have an overworld at all. Mm -hmm. It was just going to be a series of dungeons. Dungeon crawler? Well, it, yeah, it was going to be just the dungeons. You could pick f- between them from like a title screen. It was going to be much more arcadey, like a Mega Man style, like choose which boss you. Yes, get exactly. To. And That's in- crazy. instead it's of doing that, kind of yeah, more duck. <laughs> sure, whatever. <laughs> also interesting, it was it was originally on track to be released before Super Mario Brothers when they were working with that Weird. design, and then 
so at some point they just decided, you know what, this needs this needs an overworld. This needs to recreate Shigeru Miyamoto's memories of exploring in the mountains around his house. So some fucked up mountains. We're going to we're going to add yeah. this big open explorable world and basically revolutionize fucking adventure gaming as we know it. Because that that's it's like the first GTA, man. Yeah. Open world. I found an old beer can while hiking. It reminded me of the hook shot. <laughs> I used this beer can to get across ravines. <laughs> I floated across. I was very small. <laughs> Children were throwing rocks at me, which is. <laughs> I died when I fell off a cliff, but the fairy in my pocket revived me. <laughs> I was on lots of LSD. <laughs> I was going to say. So that, that's one I just found out about today. Can you play the overworld theme again? I love I can. it. I love it. Oh, not that one. What sound effects? It is. That was a great moment. I know I've told this story before, but I got my my fat mom bought a Wii to lose weight, and. And a year or two ago, I went back for Christmas, brought Skyward Sword, which came with the uh, 25th anniversary soundtrack Chris, of the orchestrated version. What? I took your mom on a date that one time, and what? she was wonderfully plump. She was very nice. If she's wonderful. Well, look, what Mike's saying is... I know what you're saying, and that's that's because she has to. Uh, I'm just trying not to be that crude. Um, she has to be good at that, Mike. Yeah, um, that's good. But... but uh, uh, Yes, he I, totally ruined his story. He did. <laughs> he did. Let's just so move your on. Your fat mom move bought on. a Wii because she needed to lose weight. We cannot. We should not try. And, can we just move on? No. <laughs> I mean, tell the Wii just, story, damn it. Just the idea of my mom blowing my grim is way better than what I'm about to say. So like, like, we should just move on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair enough, but this was apparently revealed in a in an Iwata asks column. I am baffled a, by how much they reveal. That is a wonderful column. They really yes. do go way out of line. I really need to read them more, and not just, just had, the weird British parody versions of them, which are amazing. also excellent. <laughs> they just had one with uh, the guy just doing a wonderful one on one and beautiful Joe. Right, Kamiya. Kamiya, yes, also a great read. Yeah, I was talking about in the beginning that. Uh, there was this kid who used to bully him, and like he'd go over to his house, and he would always beat him up. But this kid had an NES, so rather than stay home and not get beat up, he would always go to this kid's house after school, come home with a black eye, but he got to play Nintendo. Yes. So, mm. that is sad. It's pretty crazy. It explains a lot about him and why he just tells people to fuck off in English on Twitter. Well, I had almost <laughs> the same experience. Yeah. I had a friend who had an NES, and I went, and he was really into wrestling, professional wrestling, and he... Podcast, baby. And I was, I was a small kid, and he was a large kid. And also a rich kid with a trampoline in his backyard, and mm-hmm. he would just be like, "Yeah, we're gonna play professional wrestling now." And I'm like, "Okay, I know what that means. You <laughs> grab me and throw me around until mm-hmm. I am bruised and beaten, and then when I've finally had enough, I get to play your NES." Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's if you're lucky enough to be friends with one of the kids who would actually let you play instead of just sit there watching them the whole time. They're like, "No, no, no, just one more level, yeah, and yeah. you can play." Do like no, the, one more I level. do like the idea of you being beat in to play Amagon or whatever, whatever the hell you... <laughs> no, just one more level of Karnov, no. please. You know what that means? Suplexed. You're going to have to drink from the fire hose, bitch. 
<laughs> when I was a kid, a kid once guilted me into resetting my Ninja Gaiden game where I was close to the wow. end. Wow. Really? Yeah, because he's like, you know you can get here again. Wow. And it's like, that's actually a good point. I can get here again. <laughs> that's like and really, so, that's a weird ego inflator. That's such <laughs> subversive bullying. It's yeah. Really, yeah. yeah, so I reset it, played something else, and then I was able to get back there again yeah. with minimal fuss. You learned wow. self-confidence. I did. I did. Yeah. And that it's, kid, by the way, is actually like a cool graffiti artist in L.A. now. Probably, <laughs> yes. No, no. That, that kid is, grew up yes. to be Abraham Lincoln. I, I, oh, wow. He did. Oh, what wow. a story. He did. Uh, I, that is actually... Right, four score and seven years ago, I taught a kid self-confidence showing him that it is not his level of progression in Ninja Gaiden that matters, but the confidence that let him get there in the first place. Uh, I'm Abraham Lincoln, and I approve this message. That is the last time I think my mother yelled at me about video games as a 19 or 20-year-old. Why is this system still on? I'm like, because it's Ninja Gaiden, and I don't want to do all this over again. Mm -hmm. I had a really good run, and I have to go to work or school for a couple days. This is going to stay on. You will not be turning it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was my room. What the? F- Michael, it's her. me, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> you can get back here again if you just take this secret underground railroad. <laughs> and you'll be back in the tunnel level. <laughs> wow, this is an awesome engine on your underground railroad, Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> Thank you. I've been working with Gunpei all week to oh design this. <laughs> Mr. Lincoln Game Critic is a new character. Compliments all right. <laughs> Teams up with Gunpei Yokoi to design the perfect D-pad. <laughs> which will be on the Ouya. Oh. <laughs> Automatic punchline. Right. So yeah, Zelda changed quite a bit in development. It's very surprising. Yeah. I was kind of shocked that. to learn yeah. that. And, yeah, and, and I think it came up in, of all things, a series of Iwata asks about New Super Mario Brothers Wii. <laughs> so go look that up. Yeah, that's <laughs> the weirdest thing, because it's just like it's so inside baseball when there's Iwata asks, because yeah. it's like, oh, you're <laughs> Japanese, I'm Japanese, let's just shoot the shit. Nobody's reading this. <laughs> I once assaulted my wife. It's like, whoa, no, dude, you can't say that here. <laughs> she did. She talks shit about the virtual boy. <laughs> Couldn't add that. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, and maybe some old familiar friends. Stay tuned. Whoa. Great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. A huge supply of tish comes from my chocolate starfish. How about some scat, you little twat? Oh, God damn it! How the fuck did an Elcor get in here? Get it out! Quick! Don't let it get to the mic! Oh, Jesus! Excitement. Listeners, are you enjoying the show? Appeal to better nature. Perhaps you would like to support its noble endeavors. Suggestion. You can rate and review. Hey, what the fuck is this? What's going on? Get, get the fuck out of here! Alarm. There is a raccoon in the room. Get out, get the fuck out! This is my shtick! Surprise. The raccoon has jumped at my face. Horror. It is eating my eyes. Yeah, that's 
right, you better fucking run. Hey, assholes, it's me again, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch. I'm here to remind you of the many ways in which you can support Veggie Game Apocalypse. You can rate and review it on iTunes, I guess. Leave a five-star review? Whatever the fuck that is? I don't know. I'm a raccoon. You can buy stuff through the Amazon links on the site, and whatever you spend will get sent back to them. You can buy a t-shirt from store.lasertimepodcast.com with that scary, scary skull. Just keep it away from me. I will duck the fuck under the porch if you come around me with that shit. But, you know, buy it anyway. You can comment on the articles or post on the forums. Let them know what you do or don't like about the show. Tell a friend about them. That's an analog thing that I, as a raccoon, can understand. If you want to make them really happy, you can donate to them. I like to leave donations of rat skulls under Chris's pillow. Maybe you want to leave money, I don't know. Uh, make sure to write that your rat skulls are for Veggie Game Apocalypse or it won't go to them. It'll just stay under Chris's bed and molder and possibly regrow its body and eh, nobody wants that. Finally, you can follow them on Twitter at Veggie Apocalypse, uh, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> money, whatever the fuck. I prefer garbage. I'm gonna stick my head in some right now. Now back to the show, dumb fucks. Now I'm really getting rather mad You're like an iggly, tickly, shitty little tag nut When I've knocked you out with all my mab I'm going to take your head and ram it off my butt Your butt My butt Your butt That's right, my butt Ugh. My butt Ugh. My butt Welcome back, everybody <gasps> It's the second segment, and you know what that means Means it's time to talk about some new releases. Lovely. And, and Jingle yeah. falls apart at the end. <laughs> Once again, by David B. Cooper. Oh, oh. B. Coop. Yep. Man, it really sounds D. like Cooper? a. Uh... Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I hadn't considered that. Could he be the famous Harry? Hairjacker, hijacker, who disappeared years ago. Famous blues musician D.B. Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Something about like the minor scale it was accidentally sung in makes it sort of like yes. this like Soviet yeah. sort of uh, papers, please. Exactly, it could be the theme song for Papers, Please, which was a new release uh, last week, but is fucking amazing. Yes, and I say this. You're t- welcome for telling all yeah, you about it. Tyler talked it up last week. I played it, reviewed it for Mac Life. It is great. Yes, I agreed. heartily recommend it. Um, anyway, there are some actual releases that came out this week. This is like the first big week for new releases in yeah, a while. Yeah, it's the big late summer release time. Yeah, before GTA comes out and no, nothing, nobody else is, has the balls the to go blast against radius it. radius destroys everything <laughs> exactly, a month before exactly, and after. Yes. I'm going up against GTA. But speaking of GTA, it's prime, I guess, competitor? That seems like a bit of an overstatement. Saints Row 4. Woo! Is out this week, which has done such a good job of distancing itself from being a GTA competitor. This is, this one, it kind of has. Yeah, I, I reviewed it for OXM. I loved it. I thought it had some problems that I hope get patched when it gets released because on 360 it was a bit buggy. But it's super awesome. You get superpowers. You get to tear around Steelport, which has been modified in new alien ways. Which is to say, it like oh, literally, there's, there's some futuristic bridges. And, like, they added a bunch of towers. And for whatever reason, the aliens felt the need to add all these new features to a simulation of Steelport that you're trapped inside of. The reason being fun. Yeah, basically, yeah. The reason being so you can have superpowers and it doesn't completely break the game's fiction. Because, you know, superpowers would, but aliens conquering the Earth and... The real world becoming a Mass Effect style ship that you that is the come best around in. part of thing I've heard about is I mean oh, you so want to good. talk about the uh, the romancing I think we talked about maybe oh, did I talked we? about it a little bit last week oh, but it's fantastic yeah the romancing is just great like when I discovered that and, and the first person you can successfully romance I don't want to spoil anything but you, you, you just no I'm not I'm no. not 
But you do walk up to them and you say, hey, want to fuck? And they're like, <laughs> let's go and punch you in the face. Oh, I hope there's like a montage after Yeah, that. and you can romance anyone regardless of gender. You can romance Pierce, Shondi. You can try to romance Keith David, but he won't go for it. <laughs> I like that they like take these He just very politely blows you off. Which are, like, which are mold over in GDC panels and uh-huh. such and go... You know, about, you know, being inclusive and, like, how do you deal with sex in games and just go, you press a button and you fuck anyone. Yeah, yeah. And, yes. like, I'm like, that's so great. Good job. Yeah. But at the same time, like, this is super As inclusive. a toilet, if you want. Yes. <laughs> but I, think, I think Saints Row does... You're right. Every single controversy in the gamosphere, Saints Row placates to and yeah. annoys. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good way to put Willingly, it. Willingly. And yeah, it's great. It's so weird that it gets to do that. Yeah, they get to play Are games too violent? We'll try. Our- <laughs> I love it. It's it's not a sexist game. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it has strippers running around in G-strings, but that also happens to you at some point. So- I still feel the game has a reputation, like even with 3, where it was just like people still see it as like this dumb bro thing. Mm-hmm. And it's written by people that are way smarter than that. Yeah. Like the both those like yeah. 3 and, and it, 4 are... That really comes through in yeah. 4. because and Especially like the villain of the game, Zinyak, is like... Basically, imagine, like, the snootiest heavy you ever saw in, like, an 80s cop buddy film and make him an alien overlord. And that's Zinyak. He, he's, like, qu- constantly quoting Shakespeare. He has this very refined Shakespearean voice. He loves Jane Austen. And he actually has his own radio station, <laughs> which is the classical station. And so he's offering like he he he, at one point he just reads the first chapter of pride and prejudice awesome and he has on (laughs) what's her name the the reporter the radio reporter from saints row the third who's i think is played by alex borstein doing her trisha takanawa voice from Uh, family guy you know which one i'm talking about yes Yes, exactly (laughs) that but he has her on to read from Romeo and Juliet. Mm. And he's giving this impassioned performance as Romeo and reading all the stage directions. And she's just, ah, Romeo, why for art thou Romeo? Oh, villainy. Oh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> the Capulets can never accept this love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's so good. I haven't played it, but the character creator is free. Yeah, the uh, character creator is a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm playing with that, and I'm like, I love that I can be like... An overweight dude with uh, dreadlocks mm-hmm. wearing a schoolgirl outfit yep. or whatever. like With it, the voice it, of Nolan North playing himself. Yeah, it's yes. inclusive <laughs> by not caring. I can be mm-hmm. a woman with the voice of Nolan North. Yep. It's like it's... Yeah, it it, it 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 sheds all criticism by going, yeah, do whatever you want, I don't care. That's what makes it cool, is that like, the people that write the game obviously put a lot of effort into it, but the game isn't going to like lionize it and go, like, you have to be Cole Phelps, and you have to be this mm-hmm. guy doing this. You can be whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can be a woman, you can be a man, the, the, toilet, the parts are exactly the same. I think the female parts, like that's something that gets complained about a lot. You they're like actually, the lady parts? Yeah, I like the lady parts. They're actually, they're actually really well written. Like, there's this whole arc about like Shondi... Uh, meeting like a simulated version of herself from Saints Row 2 and slowly coming <laughs> to grips with this and that version like remains a character for the rest of the game that you can interact awesome. with huh. when you're in the virtual world the only problem I had with the character creator regarding uh-huh. male to female is that there's a sex appeal slider right. on women it's it, boobs it turns their breasts into these like county fair award winning gourds that are like just <laughs> absurd uh-huh. on men it's just like <laughs> yellow ribbon on men it's just like androgynous tiny bulge. I want like 
tripping over, yes. you know, <laughs> like if women get giant gourds, men should have like a snake that just like yeah, anaconda. I, I want. I'm I just want, feel like we had this, game, con- this want, exact I, conversation. I want my podcast. dick. I want my, my dick to be a public works issue. Yeah, <laughs> and we probably did because I'm probably repeating myself. But maybe, maybe. But uh, there, there is a mission where I, I that that kind of struck me as odd. Like, there, uh, not to spoil too much, but there's a side mission where a character starts turning everybody into prostitutes again, regardless <laughs> of gender, with their magic superpowers. Mm-hmm. And like, as you defeat their lieutenants or whatever, you these superpowers start to work on you. So like, your pants disappear and are replaced with a g-string, and like some fuzzy uh, leg warmers and uh, you get a cowboy hat and a vest and then uh, you do a strip tease and and like it's a mini game and while I was doing that I was noticing like my guy has like no package he is completely flat down there did I not adjust this slider properly the last time I was editing my character sorry G.I. Joe I'm stuck with it. Yeah, yeah he's got a. Well, maybe he's tucking. Maybe that's. Yeah, it. okay. And, and tucking, tucking in a g-string would be quite a feat. Okay? I will because give it up. There's nowhere for that. I will to give go. it up to any game that renders the fruit bowl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Saints Row's solution to the fact that every player is going to go. What if my character doesn't have clothes? And they just put pixelated yeah. like yeah. they pixelate the genitals, which is hilarious mm-hmm. to me. And actually, like, a well-done effect. And I'm like, wow, how do they do that dynamically? And That's cool. I did mention this in an earlier show, but I, it bears repeating. Uh, if you, if, Assuming this hasn't been patched out by the time this releases, buy a green skull mask. Mm. Maybe it doesn't have to be green. I think that's just the default color. And take off your character's pants. And at least with the female avatar, the underwear will disappear. You get a Barbie effect yeah, going on. Yeah, Barbie doll crotch. Nice. But, you know, you don't nice. have the uh, the blurs. Ooh, the Kim Cattrall mannequin effect? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're a frustrated teenager, go ahead <laughs> and uh, and jerk off to this. Saints Row has Why a not? for you. Yeah. I will never forget my favorite moment, though. I think one of my favorite moments this entire console generation was playing Saints Row 3 for review and unlocking the toilet skin where your character model is a toilet. Mm-hmm. And unlocking the Tron Uzis that you get in three, uh-huh. and I was oh. uh, toilet walking around with no hands, akimbo holding dual Tron <laughs> Uzis, and I just jumped mm. off the roof of my building and hold my fucking Uzis out as a toilet, and my parachute pops, and then I land in a car and take nice. off into the horizon. My notebook, like, my, this my is elementary school trapper keeper, you come can, to life. You can <laughs> buy the toilet costume again. Um, that's that's all I want. There are that's enemies you will sold. have to fight that are toilets. I believe I sent you a, an image sequence of that. You did. Um, and this is one of my favorite parts of the game that probably I would estimate half the players will never discover. Because when you go into the upgrade screen for your guns, like it seems like there aren't very many guns to start with. But there is an option that is customize. And not only does it let you like adjust the paint jobs for your guns... But it lets you change their, like, you can pick different models of guns that come with their own sound and visual effects. Mm. And they're almost all parodies of, like, established sci-fi guns. So you can get, like, you can dual wield Deckard's gun from Blade Runner, Robocop's weird little submachine gun pistol. You can get Mal's pistol from Firefly, Han Solo's blaster. (laughs) There's also, like, off-color Han Solo and Boba Fett costumes that you can run around in. What I want to do is 
replace Ryan Gosling with that toilet in every movie and mm-hmm. see if anyone notices that that happened. <laughs> toilet, mean, that of, sweet jacket from Drive. Yeah, instead <laughs> of speaking its lines, it'll just like flap the lid. Yeah. As long as the lid makes a, a, a loud closing noise yes, every time yes. he does like a fricative. Only just toilet like, forgives. Yeah. <laughs> the place beyond the toilet. Uh, yeah, I was just I watched on the airplane back from Montreal the place beyond the pines, pines whatever it is and it's just like it's really good right uh, the land before time no it's basically <laughs> just a movie about being sad and it's like the first half of it is ryan gosling looking be, sad being no just looking like he's inhuman and confused about what the world so is. like ryan gosling yeah yes yeah. And, and I, I know, I know. Some of you get annoyed sorry. when we criticize Ryan Gosling. I, I like him, Ooh, but women? he's a, he's kind of a weird guy. He's a gorgeous man. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, gives weird performances. Anyway, Saints Row Four, fucking amazing. Go get you it. should buy it. Um, if you been trying real hard. There's a lot of clever, good, smart it's people working on that shit. It's, it's out the same day this podcast is. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, I'm on it. I'm playing it. So, and playing and if you if you're worried that it uh, is just more of the same or that's going to be too short it took me about 25 hours to do everything nice like all the side quests all the the main quests uh it has a bunch of weird things in like pocket dimensions uh it has a bunch of storylines on board alien ships yeah. you get to pilot alien ships but why would you want to when your superpowers are so much more destructive and fun right you fly. It, it did start as dlc you right? you, you, you don't fly so much as you float glide. so it's sort of like yeah glide well like if you've played prototype or crackdown Imagine that, but much, much faster and more powerful. Like, and you run at, like, flash speeds. On yes. The you can run up buildings, And, and right? you, you run so... Yes. Nice. Not at first, but eventually. Uh, you, you eventually run so fast that, like, when you're super sprinting, you're protected, so you're, like, knocking cars out of the way. And you can... There's an upgrade you can add where, as you run, it's like a tornado is ripping through town, so, like, cars around you will just pick up and start flying forward <laughs> along your trajectory. It's, the best line from our review by Rich McCormick, who's... Just leaving us now at PC Gamer, mm-hmm. um, which is the most telling, I think, is it's the only game where I was laughing so hard I had to pause it, uh, <laughs> yeah. which makes me really want to play it. Because he just made this hideous, which is in all the screen just in the review, this hideous, like, giant <laughs> man with, like, sunken in cheeks yes. and, like, green hair. I saw this. It's <laughs> yeah. exceptionally good. Absolutely disgusting character. He's like, by the end of the game, I, I loved him. And I don't <laughs> know why. <laughs> Because he has so much personality. <laughs> Elephant <Yeah>. Man. <laughs> and we also out this week, um, the Bureau XCOM Declassified. Hey! 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 Well, we're not going to have anything too exciting. Has anyone played it? Mike's seen it. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen a little bit of it. It kind of looks like... It's cool. It's definitely a more action-y XCOM I s- game. I saw it four years ago. Well, it's been through several it's, uh, iterations. It's it one used of those to be called the XCOM. Bureau. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It used to be the Just game. XCOM. Yeah, yeah. Used to be XCOM, but then like it was so weird. It's such a strange development thing because it used mm-hmm. to be XCOM, but then like XCOM Enemy Unknown became the game that everyone loves. That that mm-hmm. was. Wait, I was talking about not this going with Michael. Earlier, like they yeah. thought everyone would love an FPS more, and then they were like, "Oh no, everyone would actually love a real XCOM game." Yes, yeah. weird. Let's put out the real XCOM game. And first. I, I talked to. I'm blanking on his name right now, but the uh, lead designer of Enemy Unknown, and I was asking about that at E3 last year. And he was like, yeah, you know, we were actually working on them for years at the same time. And the plan was always to to put out two separate games that were just distinctly different takes on the same universe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we just happened to show that one first. And so everybody freaked out. 
Right. Yeah. This was always the plan. It wasn't just like, oh, you didn't like this? All right, we'll give you this instead. But mm. Declassified looks... Uh, the combat looks very Mass Effect-y, which I'm okay with. Yeah. No, mm. as a guy that invested way too much time in playing the Mass Effect co-op with Like, friends, that's a good formula to follow. I it think. is. Yeah. yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, it is definitely, I'd say, a 70-30 split between where it's a third-person cover shooter with 30%, like, tell your goons where right. to go. Because it's like yeah. you bring up your command wheel, the command wheel comes up and you say, hey... Roger, go here and shoot guy in head, and then he goes. There. Okay, Mike. It's oh, thanks, Roger. But then, yeah, it's like I don't know. It, it just feels like it's kind of a step back from Enemy Unknown. I don't want to yeah. judge it before it comes out. I haven't yeah, played yeah. the finished product. Really how much? Because you love Enemy Unknown, though. Enemy Unknown is fucking great, great game. Yeah. yeah. Well, can it really be called a step back when it's a completely different yeah. genre? Well, it's. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like they want to have their cake and eat it too, where it's like it's a third person shooter, but they've incorporated enough stuff from like Enemy Unknown to make it seem like it's more than that. And it's like there are elements to it. That it's are Enemy there. Unknown for people who are turned off by the word strategy. Yeah. Who will buy Again, it. I don't want to say only dumb people are going to like well, but this because I feel like that's what I'm flirting with. No, it's in the 60s. I'm not saying. Off. It is. You should hear my grandma. I'm not Mike, saying people who don't like strategy <laughs> are dumb. I'm saying some people are turned off by the word strategy and will right. be like, yeah. oh, action. I want that. Yeah, I just so. want dumb fun. Right, and I mean, it is more action y, definitely. It's more hands on. Not me personally. I, I love strategy. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're not a dumbo. I get it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm a smarty. Guy. I'm a smart gay. <laughs> but no, I like, play chess on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like it has some cool stuff. I bet you I don't really, know the square root of 32. This sounds really <laughs> shitty, but I love the fucking uh, uh, the ad campaign for it. I really like it. Like just I the think whole it's good, like yeah. yeah. They've got like this like sad like drunken guy whose like family got killed, and he has to like sort of explain that his family just got killed and he can't like deal it's with cool. it. And it's Mad Men versus Aliens. It's hard. It kind yeah. of is, yeah. That's a good way to put it. And <laughs> which I mean, which I honestly, was, they should take the show there because title. I would watch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Don Draper puts it should, on a hat and a bulletproof vest. Why, why, the Simpsons, yeah. why are the Simpsons to this day the only show that does out-of-canon Halloween episodes? I always wanted West Wing, know, right? Mad Men. Please, every show. Just every every show, show should do a out-of-continuity Halloween episode. Get a free pass every Halloween It should be a tradition. Every April Fool's, the stupid comic strips like swap like Garfields and Curtis. What (laughs) happened? Because everyone takes their universes too seriously. I guess you can't fuck. I like. I like that games have started doing that. Yeah, they have. Red Dead Redemption, uh, Sleeping Dogs. Yeah. Yes. I know. You've actually been awesome. Blood Dragon. Yeah. Blood Dragon. Blood Dragon. And the Assassin's Creed. uh, Oh yeah, Tyranny of King Washington, which is canon. So that's not quite what we're talking about. When I complain, when I complain about TV shows. Yeah. Not doing that, it's cheaper for them to do that for one episode than for someone to develop a whole. It's like I love those musical it. episodes of like Buffy. They're, oh well. uh, <laughs> One more time with feeling. Uh, nope. You better not be talking smack. Come on, Actually, good that episode's great. Also out this week is Splinter Cell Blacklist, and to talk about it, we have a special guest. I like that I'm a special guest. Yes. And Lewis, that's me. And Lewis. I'm no. the only person who's played this game. It's true. You've been playing it for a while. I have. Oh full my disclosure, God. you work at Ubisoft. Yeah, full disclosure, I do work for the company, but guys, this game is really good. <laughs> I don't believe you because no, uh, you're PR <laughs> and you lie. I, I know. You're blowing PR, smoke up ass. I'm PR and I lie. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's true. I, I am, like Splinter Cell Breakfast, though. I do. I love Splinter Cell Breakfast. I think for breakfast, Sam Fisher probably eats the fear of his enemies. You liked it. So what can you tell us about Splinter Cell Grilling in motion. I can tell you I'm playing it right now, and I am genuinely enjoying myself. All right. Uh, 
it's just amazing that I can go straight from no one seeing me in a level to nobody seeing me but still murdering them, and then straight to full-on assault just whenever I feel like it. How is this splinter cell different from all other splinter cells? <laughs> it's actually, uh, I've been seeing a lot of people comparing it to Chaos Theory, which is great because that's hmm. easily the best in the series. Everybody agrees. Okay. But Better yeah. than popcorn eyeglasses? Better than popcorn eyeglasses. But a lot of people are still kind of sour after Conviction just because it was more about the action than the stealth. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this one does take a lot of good aspects of Conviction, the mark and execute, and and some of the uh, the action stuff as well. But Sorry, really, execute because mark breakfast. mark and execute because it's wonderful breakfast. Mm -hmm. And you. it also I'm ties derail you at every every possible chance I can. Sam and That's Fisher. Cool. And locks. Oh. <laughs> Continue. I'm sorry. Isaac. We're so sorry. He's going to come up with Isaac Briggs. What's the thing he has? <laughs> you remember you mentioned it in the preview once. A karambit? Yeah, it's his knife. Oh, it's his okay. fancy knife. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. So fancy the knife, knife is back. That wasn't in conviction. What's fancy about it? It's, I, I can't, nobody at home is going to know what I'm talking about, but it's got like a little loop that he slides his thumb into, so it's just like a hooked blade that he slides his thumb in and holds. Like a, like a raptor claw. Yeah, like a raptor claw. But he's I kinda, watched Jurassic Park kinda, recently <laughs> or whatever. Really? I couldn't tell. Nobody Hold can see me butts. doing this, but I'm... <laughs> so he goes, pachoo. He goes, pachoo. Pachoo, you did. That's not very stiffy. It's me, Sam Fisher, y'all. <laughs> that's the name of the goggles turning on. I'm Sam Fisher, uh, and that's... I do declare I have the vapors. It's <laughs> <laughs> that... not exactly how he talks. Although no, that is exactly how he talks. <laughs> no, that's his new voice actor. <laughs> yeah. I do like the pachoo. They wanted somebody who, was, who could be more active in a hoop skirt. I have to say, his new voice actor I, is a very nice man. Nolan Uh No. His name is Eric Johnson. That's All what right. you say about people who are terrible No, at no. He's, he's actually really good at his job. <laughs> I feel like he kind of stepped into a role where people were expecting Michael Ironside, mm -hmm. and, and he knows that they were expecting that. Yeah. But obviously... Only Michael Ironside is Michael Ironside. Yeah, he's so, going to get yeah. criticism no matter, no matter how well he no does. No matter who they brought into that role, they were going to get and shit. I'm sure he did a great job. And, and he did do a great job. His dedication to the role was really great to see. And just interviewing him, he talked about how he's such a big fan of Michael Ironside. And he's a big fan of the series. And he was just... Getting this role was such a dream come true. He just seems like a very genuine, nice person. And, and he did a good job with the role. I feel like... Yep, that's who you want to cast as Sam Fisher, a nice person. He is a nice yeah. person in real life. <laughs> hey, can I audition for Sam Fisher right now? Yeah. Pachoo! <laughs> gotcha with my nephew! <laughs> I think you mean ka-chow! <laughs> I'm Sam Cars. Fisher and I'm a car. What do you mean I'm not hired? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Splinter Cell Cars, a thing Splinter or not? No. Uh, Damn it. Scoop! Not Splinter Cell Cars <laughs> is not a thing. <laughs> Yes! Uh, I'm going to report this. Yeah, the only thing I haven't really had a chance to experience much of is the co-op stuff, just because I don't trust anybody to be my co-op partner. Mm. I saw you flying that drone around Obama's America. Fuck yeah. Whoa. So there's, there's co-op and single player? So uh, there are 14 co-op missions, but three-fourths of them can be played solo if you want to. Okay. So it's broken up into the members of Fourth Echelon all have different mission types that they can assign, and only Briggs's missions are co-op re required. 
So all of the other ones you can play solo. Briggs' missions. Yeah, uh, Briggs is your co-op partner. Oh, okay. And all of his missions are actually kind of tied into the main narrative. The other ones are, but they're, you can play them on your own if you want to. I have found that playing them on my own is kind of tough, because there are still parts of the level where accessing them, you can only do that with a co-op partner. Um, like jumping up onto a super high ledge or something like that. Hmm. You know but, what else is tough, man? Yeah. Making friends. <laughs> it's true. Yes, yeah, so what if I'm a prickly asshole and don't have any friends? Will I never prickly be able to play as Briggs? Well, yes. If you don't have any friends, you'll never be able to play as Briggs. <laughs> if you only play offline, don't have any kind of online <laughs> Yes. What, what if I don't have an always online internet connection? <laughs> Well, you you saying I'll be discriminated against? You don't have to always be online to play the game, but to play yeah, co-op but and, with and, Briggs and, or but Spies vs. Mercs. What if my internet connection isn't online? <laughs> <laughs> then if you want to play co-op, you have to have the person sitting next to you on the couch. That You can do that? Yeah. There's, there's oh, split screen. We could we could go play split That's screen. That's kind right of now. awesome. Wow, yeah. good. Yeah, no That's one's doing split answer. screen anymore. Yeah, yeah, what's up? It asks me every time. What's it's up? like, do you want to play alone, co-op online, co-op offline, or split, split well, that, screen? That or actually is kind of and depressing. I'm like, though. No, alone. <laughs> I know. It's like, do you want to play alone? Takes a swig of whiskey. Or aren't uh, I in always my case, a sip of Stella? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. You pick alone. It's like, are you sure you wouldn't rather be playing Max Payne three? <laughs> <laughs> that just plays the theme. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, if you're uh, listening to this from this week, look at my Twitter from last week, and I tweeted a, a stock image Mike Grimm sent me, which is totally Max Payne four. It's a stock image of a guy suffering from seasonal depression with a gun and a bottle of whiskey in front of <laughs> in front of a Christmas tree in a white. Meter. That's a pretty the dark the stock j- photo. And the oh name of the JPEG God. is middle-aged man suffering from holiday depression <laughs> dot JPEG. <laughs> Add dot JPEG makes anything funny. Yes. But this has given me an idea, which Watch Dogs is kind of doing. Like, what if you did co-op where both players are playing as the main character and see each other as the supporting character? That would be awesome. They did that in uh, Metal Gear. No, Street it's Gear. my idea. No. <laughs> well, I... I guess that would work in this case. I don't know. I'm just so used to playing co Well, I've only played co a handful of times. I just think the last idea. time I played, I played with just a Taylor Cock at a demo event. I'm talking out loud. <laughs> we Hi, had Taylor. a lot of fun with that, though. <laughs> he doesn't we did not. We did not get very far because <laughs> he's not so stealthy. Well, remember when, <laughs> what did we play together at a preview event once? We played, uh, we played Army of Two together. Oh, yeah. And I ripped a guy's head off with a knife. I was nice. doing terrible. Yeah. I wasn't helping a lot. But I, ref- did, I did that too. So. You killing terrible. Well, because like, anytime you approach a guy with a knife, you just tear his head right off. Yeah. Basically, if you... Stealth kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you popping the lid on a soda bottle. Walk near <laughs> human, and then you tear head off. It Can flies I? in the direction of your next target. <laughs> Open a beer or pop the head off. Same thing. But anyway, uh, Sam Fisher Cell 3. What? Uh, That's no. terrible. It's Splinter Cell. Blacklist. Breakfast. Black- Breakfast. <laughs> All right, yeah. Black lips. All right. Sounds pretty about a dog. <laughs> but it's it's Sound, oh, I've killed good. so many ba- so many dogs. Oh no. Oh, you're such a terrible person. I know, but I always Zero out of 10 Metacritic user review. <laughs> I know. I always play lethal cuz I love killing dudes and also I don't want their friends to be able to wake them up if they mm-hmm. find their bodies. So mm-hmm. I never So you put them in the forever sleep. Well, I put them in a forever sleep, and when I see a dog coming, it never crosses my mind to, oh, shit, I gotta take this off of lethal, and then I just end up 
stabbing the dog right in the face. That's so sad. But it's <laughs> or only... snapping its neck. I've done that. That's, that's what I like about Mark of the Ninjas. You could never actually kill the dog. You always just knocked him out. Nope. That Those dogs are like wicked dead. First thing I'm going to do in the next Call of Duty game is try to shoot the dog and see what happens. You're going to shoot Jamie? Mm-hmm. The dog's it has a name, name? Is Jamie. It's something with a J. Riley. It's Riley. Oh, it's Riley. That's dog's not name a is J. Riley. It starts with a J. It's Riley. It definitely, definitely J- starts Riley. with a J. Riley. J- the J, the J, J is, is silent. silent. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, all right, we're done here. <laughs> Hang him up. I have nothing more to offer you. But anyway, right. I cannot wait to aim my Uzi at it. Well, can you talk about the other Ubisoft game that's out next week? Just flashback? Sure, yeah, I can okay. a little bit. Have you played it at all? I have not actually had a chance to play it. We're hoping for code soon. You were just dancing. That is, I have been just dancing. Is that like a straight up uh, HD remake or is it like an actual remake remake? It's it's a remake, uh, an HD remake, but you also, when you buy it, you get the original. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. Uh, that is pretty cool. But it's only coming to Xbox for right now. Because it's part of the summer. Because of, summer of arcade. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So it'll come to PS3 uh, eventually. I'm not sure when that release date is off the top of my head. But yeah, for right now, it's just it is the HD remake, and I've seen some of it. It looks really good uh, for you know multi-tiered 2D platformer. So pretty cool. Uh, follows the same guy Conrad trying to stop the morph ali- the aliens that are called morphs. From destroying the or taking this over the world. This one's for you, Morph. This one's for you, Morph. <laughs> and you know, saving his girlfriend. So, all right, yeah, cool. Well, something to look forward to then. Yeah, for uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Folks. Remember when I saved you like that? Just yeah, that you. never happened. Oh. 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 <laughs> I'm not a hero. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to talk about anything else, or should we tag in Chris? Uh, I would like to plug a story that I just put up. Okay. If you plan on, uh, yeah, if you plan on buying Splinter Cell and want to play Spies vs. Mercs, there are two modes: Spies vs. Mercs Classic, which is basically the same as what you remember: two on two, uh, basic spy, basic merc. And then there's Spies vs. Merc Blacklist, which I, by the time this goes up, I will have posted a tips and tricks post. And where can people read these posts? Yes, ubblog.com. So go and see what I have to say about making you better day one at being a spy or a merc. Also out this week, uh, a game near and dear to Chris's heart, probably. Yeah. Disney Infinity. Yes. Which is coming to PC, what? What? PC, I totally had that conversation in the office today. Which one? We're we're talking about Infinity, brother. It's Uh, basically Skylanders, but with Disney characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, it's an extrapolation upon that Toy Story game Mm -hmm. that came out the other day. Toy Box mode. Toy Box mode. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Toy Story 3 was actually really good, that game. Yeah. And just really most, mostly just for the uh, toy box mode. I then. can't mention it if I'm. I can't overshadow Ducktales. Hmm. Ducktales remastered, woo! everybody. Ducktales, go get it. But then, go Captain everybody Scrooge. buy that shit. <laughs> Ducktales, woo! Now, Disney Infinity. Yeah, we were we were um, showing Ducktales at the D twenty three con, and the line it was a line around the booth, like uh, I think four hours long. Wow! For the Ooh. Disney Infinity um, figures, for the it was the ah. Mickey the Fantasia Mickey figure. Which I believe comes out in January, but they were giving away there, and that's why I said, "Ooh, I don't really care." But it's uh, for me, it's a culmination of an idea, or, or not an idea, but something I wanted as a kid. I wanted physical, physical manifestations of my my game characters, sure. and this is allowing that. 
We I saw a lot of Infinity at E3, and it's one of the moments where I had my life where it was a watershed moment. Where I was like, this is a thing that I personally don't, will never play and don't mm-hmm. care about, but I'm totally capable of appreciating it as a thing that is awesome for lots mm-hmm. of people younger yeah. than me. I think Skylanders was awesome. It's just yes. like I had I had no ties to those characters, not knowing the Spyro series. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm most worried about is buying Infinity figures long after I have no interest in playing yeah. the game. For me, uh, the opportunity to buy two Johnny Depp action figures and then play as both of them simultaneously in a game is uh, is kind of alluring. Is that possible? Johnny Depp riding Johnny Depp? Well, you because you get... Only it, Barbosa the, was available. The basic set comes with Jack Sparrow. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then true. you can buy a Tonto figure. If oh, you yes, also buy, that's right. correct. If yes. you also buy an Army Hammer Lone Ranger, mm-hmm. yes. which you can throw out the nearest window. <laughs> <laughs> If I may, Didn't say that. love my Johnny Disney. Disney. Uh huh. Actually, never mind. This will be over by the time it's done, so don't worry about it. Okay. But I'm just saying, we're, uh, I was giving away two uh, Infinity figurines. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, that will be over. Francesco and uh, Davy Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, get out of his oh, locker. Oh God, from from Cars too. My wife, the car. Oh, my wife, the car. Where did this come from? My car, the wife, uh, my car. These are references that are so far inside of everything. Oh, God. You did a Borat, my mother, the car reference. Yes. I wish you were even away a hater or something. I think only I could score me. Excuse yourself from the podcast. That's that's too much. Uh, I'll show myself up. No, no, no. No, Graham, Graham, come back. Uh, yes, it, he's uh, done. Yeah, I, I would love to see more classic figures. Um, I, I think if the like all, everything that's being released is mm-hmm. like this is very mainstream right now mm-hmm. shit that yeah. Disney thinks Where's will the be Beauty and the Beast candlestick. What's up? If it is successful, <laughs> I imagine that there will be further series <laughs> yeah. that have more <laughs> classic figures. Uh, that's that's Song of the South. All of the dwarfs. Yes, I uh, want to I play need, as Brer Bear. I need an Uncle Remus. <laughs> yes, I want. Yeah, or Brer Frog. I can name any character in. in, in <laughs> Please don't say so Brer ever again. I was so gay, but I couldn't tell it's anyone. It's Creel for brother people. Come on, <laughs> brother bear, brother rabbit. Um, yeah. uh, anyway, like uh, I think it will, and just seeing how Skylanders has taken off with this is no offense to them. Like they're. I, some of those characters never existed, but the figures become sought after. Uh, I'm embarrassed. And I don't want to admit this to you. I'm a big Disney Winnie the Pooh fan. Oh yeah, he's, so I would totally, totally buy it. Yeah, Pooh Bear. Yeah, love Winnie the Pooh. But the idea that like that, like I mean, think of if you're a kid, those figures are cross-platform anywhere you go, any system. Save Kids the don't think the word cross-platform. And I don't even yeah. when, when you go. Am I the, wrong about that? Is it cross-platform? No, it's on several platforms. No, I mean, but like, if I take a figure that I play on my 360 and I bring it over to my friend's house who's playing on his PC, I'm pretty yes. sure that data... Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, no, the ones that's we how have... Skylanders work. Yeah, exactly. There's no mm-hmm. console requirement. As long as you have right. the reader for that system, yeah. you can use whatever character. And, and that, that's super exciting. That is mm-hmm. the future of gaming that I wanted all it the is, time. Yeah, With absolutely. a franchise, I'm, I'm out yeah. of the moon excited about. It's like, I could well, take you my it. Pink Floyd... Pog anywhere, but it wouldn't necessarily work on my friend's NES. Well, it, won't, just, it won't even work in our consciousness. It's the future of gaming <laughs> that you wanted when you were a kid, and the idea of I can store all my progress on an action figure yeah. that I bring over yes. to a friend's yeah. house yeah. is not embarrassing because you're a 30-year-old adult. 
Um, not yet. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I do. We, we do li- li- live a lifestyle that's kind of immune to that. I'm not we saying do. We do. We live dogs. in a strange bubble. Whenever I meet other people my own age, I'm sort of floored by it. It's like, oh, you're you're an actual adult. Which which why it's, I can't complain. I'm uncomfortable. That, like, where are all the Aristocats figures? Like, uh, I, yeah. maybe <laughs> the audience you, you still play there. video games? <laughs> uh, that's why I understand that they're, they're mostly Incredibles, Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, I believe uh, Jack Skellington is in there. Pirates yes. of the Caribbean, yeah, yeah. Incredibles. A uh, bunch of fun. Monsters, when I, Inc. I, when I played the sandbox mode at, at E3, but that was the funniest part about it, was that it was just like, the sandbox mode is totally open. When mm-hmm. you play the actual game game, you're kind of constrained to the universe in which the character is, where it's like if you're playing as Lightning McQueen or whatever, mm-hmm. you're in the Cars universe. When you go into the toy box mode, though, it's like, here's everything. Here's Jasmine's palace with, you know, brother bears, mm-hmm. whatever, and this thing, and several other things, and it's just this huge... Drop whatever you want into it. And it's like, you want to play soccer? Here, make a little soccer ring. And then play soccer with Buzz Lightyear and whoever else. And it's like... I just want Merlin from Sword in the Stone. I want to yell into an Xbox Live microphone. Blow me to Bermuda! That's all I, all I want to do. Best moment in that movie. It's great. I think it's his last line. Yeah. Well, but he comes, he comes he does, back at the very end. I only want to deal with Disney's live action movies. Do you? Yeah. Condor Man? Not sure. Computer War Sneakers? <laughs> I'm lying. Those a little bit worst. of Computer War Tennis Shoes? Some uh, Follow Me Boys? The cat you want to be Whitey. You want to be Whitey from Follow Me Boys, don't Jesus. you? Jesus. I am Whitey. What's the cat movie? Cat from Outer Space? Uh, yeah, there's a cat from Outer Space. That Darn yes. Cat. That uh, Darn Cat. That Apple cat. Dumpling Game. Apple Dumpling Game. Uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. That yeah. Worst titular song ever. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang. Shut the fuck up. More like that. shut up. More like shitty, shitty gangbang. Am I right? Uh, mm. I was yeah. with you on the shitty. I guess shitty. it is more like. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I didn't. I didn't follow. After but then that. it became oh. a a sub menu on my porn yep. hub. World's <laughs> shittiest gangbang. <laughs> and um, it became my red tube bookmark. I don't know. <laughs> Tags scat uh, comma horror. Uh, uh, I'm assuming we transitioned out of Disney stuff. Uh, <laughs> how it happens. I suppose. Um, also out this week, mm-hmm. uh, Gone Home, which looks pretty mm-hmm. awesome. I'm I believe that's getting that. fives. Okay, and that tens. was actually last week. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but goodness yes, gracious! Yeah. So Games Radio yeah. gave it a five out of five. Great, uh, they were right to do that. I think based on how much I've played, but it's an exciting game. I really look forward to finishing it. Gone mm-hmm. Home, play it. Yeah, it's it's. I recommend. Sorry, Michael. I know you want to get to the next game, mm-hmm. but I recommended uh, Papers, Papers, please. Papers, please, and I loved that last week. This week I'm recommending Gone Home. Mm-hmm. You won't be disappointed. So there you go. Yeah. It's former like Bioshock Two developers who made Nervous Den, which wasn't perfect, but they left and said, "Hey, let's make our own thing now." And they did something really cool with Gone Home. So mm-hmm. I would check it out. Excited about it. Has a bunch of Riot Girl references in the footage that I've seen. Yes, which, which was interesting. They got them. I mean, they got their music. Huh. Oh, not their music because that's a genre. But they got mm-hmm. uh, two Riot Girl bands. Um, La Tigre. No. Can't remember actually the names of the bands they got. That, I probably I wouldn't terrible. recognize them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. They do. There's a lot of Riot Girl. Uh, uh, that's G R R R L, by the right, way. Yes. For, for fans for those of, of you who never genres. lived near the night yeah. through the 90s. Plants vs. Zombies 2 also came out last week. Mm. Yeah, but we red. didn't get a chance to talk about it on last week's cast. Free to play. It's very rad. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. the perfect free to play model, too. Free to ignore, in my case. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we discussed that. It, you never played the first one. You don't care. You're Mike Grimm. I don't. No, the first one was fun. What do you have against. 
The first way you know, I know you played Peggle. Okay, episode, uh, Peggle. Yeah, no, Peggle's great. Peggle's great. So play Peggle. Peggle's good. Too late. I missed the window. It's fine. You did not. It's free to play. Oh, you. What is? Am I not touching your knee? You are touching my knee, and I don't appreciate it. What is that? What do you have there? Your Boost Mobile Sanyo phone. I have my Pay As You Go Virgin Mobile phone. Thank you very much. Times are hard for a games journalist. You don't have to tell me, brother. I actually look forward to playing this. Um, it's really good. I, I, it's weird that it's iPhone only. Yeah, iOS only mm-hmm. for now. Yeah, kind of um, pissed that it's on it's PC, got, but oh well. It's got a bunch of changes. It's got like three different time periods that yes. you go to. Um, I, th- I think pirate times, uh, ancient Egypt, and pirate something else. I, I don't know what else. I to love call that. That's Age an of piracy. Now. Fuck it. <laughs> Risen pirate 2. Times. Risen 2 times. Uh, Assassin's Creed, yeah, that's in pirate times. <laughs> it worked for Kingdom Hearts. Uh, the, the great thing about it is that it's free to play, obviously with monetization options, but mm-hmm. if you know the first Plants vs. Zombies, there is now an overworld. There's a map that you can go across. And you can yeah, see you're these, not restricted to the same yard. Yes, and you can see these items that, like, oh, I want my double flower power thing over there. I wish I knew the proper name. Uh, I could pay to unlock that, or I can unlock it through normal right. progression, like I did in the original and, and, and I mean, which is the way most free-to-play games are going. Although they will make it harder for you. But it's but I've seen you know, a lot of free-to-play games that like you can't play right now because you're in cooldown mode. And oh, like, on and, Facebook, and, yeah, yeah. And so it's Where not it's like it's I want to like play. You don't all. know Jack. It's like no, you haven't accrued enough. You don't know Jack tokens. A little, a little like that. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> like, if you wanted to play the game, play the game. I don't play something that much else. about Jack. And I don't, I don't recommend playing the game without without paying. Like I think uh, it, it, I'll just play Netflix's Max instead. Somebody brought Sorry. that up to me in the elevator. If you play a game, a free to play game for longer than fifteen hours, give them some money. Yes. Give him some money. No, no, absolutely. This is a thing people get angry about, and I agree. Some monetization plans are bad yeah. and exploitative. In fact, they can be really exploitative. In mm-hmm. fact, the worst cases are the like iOS games that try to exploit kids mm-hmm. whose right. parents' passwords are saved. That's bad. Mm-hmm. However, uh, I think I said this on the last podcast we did. It's like I saw a commenter go like, Man, I spent fifty dollars and played three hundred hours of Planet Side Two, and they really—that game sucks. And why'd you play it for 300 <laughs> three hundred hours? You played three hundred hours. You got your fifty dollars worth. Yeah, if I may, if I may toot this, you don't horn. play most games that long. The biggest critic—one of the biggest criticisms about Ducktales Remastered—is the length. Because yeah, if you play on easy, mm-hmm. you're going to finish the game very fast. Stop groaning. But the idea what? is like it's fourteen ninety nine, and like. I wish we could just institute a program. Your next 1.5 McDonald's extra value meals are on us, <laughs> or or your next VOD purchase is on us. Right. Like what? Like your next 90 minute movie purchase is yeah. on us. Like why is that so much money to yeah. ask for? Like length? Who gives? It's all about scaling expectations. I think. I just think people don't what? care about uh, Colonel McDuck as much. Easy, as buddy. <laughs> Easy. It's Colonel O'Duck. He's, He's not. O'Duck. O'Duck. He doesn't yes. have a rank. He's a person. He's Irish. My <laughs> person. Yeah, I got that. Oh, so people He's with Scottish. ranks aren't people. <laughs> He's Scott. Never said any of this. Disney. <laughs> I want you to put earmuffs on. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, free to play is a funny thing where someone will pay t- play two hundred hours and well, pay ten dollars and go. Of, like, oh, I was ripped off. I'm like. Well, dude, I think you got some fun out of that. Yeah, so. 50, like, dude, I, I don't. Maybe it's because we live in a bigger city, but like a cab ride to something I want to do costs more yeah. than most games on Steam. I know, and maybe we have a different life experience where it's like a night out is 
two hundred dollars, and it's like, well, wow, I wouldn't go so that far. It's really not, hitting the bar. It's not that. It's not that How much. Like, Johnny drink, Blue label. But like, I do like. I, you know what I love? Taking friends out to dinner. Take one friend out to dinner costs a lot of money. Number of no. times Chris had you take me out to dinner? That's Zero. <laughs> uh, last time I saw yeah, you, I bought I'm, I'm not saying I go out every night <laughs> and spend two hundred dollars. I'm saying if I. Go to a nice dinner with Ann or something, and then we're gonna go to a movie and go to drinks. Like by the oh, yeah. end of the night, I will look at my re- you know credit card bill and be like, "Holy shit!" I and then that brought I up the conversation that much. <laughs> like uh, I'll just play, the, I'll just go buy the NES game on eBay for Ducktales. And he's like, "I bought the game used when it came out, and it was forty dollars. Adjusting for inflation mm-hmm. is one hundred dollars." <laughs> what are we worried about here? Okay, yeah. Do you want but, me to move on, Michael? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Also out this week is Dive Kick. Ah. Yeah! Yeah! I'm excited for this. Mm-hmm. Me too. I played it secretly. I didn't. Mm. This game, it's uh, kind of the future for me because it's a thing where it condenses a great moment of a AAA title that has a lot of money put into it. And it turns into an experience that is capable of being made by one or two people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It grabs the best moment of it. It takes the, It's like a greatest hits album, essentially. The way I feel about it is... So I love playing Unreal Tournament mm. Instagib, which is, if you're not familiar, it's... I'm not. No. no. Of course. Yeah, you, you one-hit kill, first-person shooter, right? But there's this thing I talk about with Evan Lottie at Peace Gamer a lot, where you'll get, like, five kills in a row through these amazing, like, just sort of twitch reactions where you hit mm-hmm. people, and you'll go, how did I do that? How is my human brain capable of that? And you're just kind of in awe with your own reflexes and like this happens to me in dive kick where I'm like there will be a long standoff because like it's a game it's a fighting game where there are two buttons Mm -hmm. you can move backward or you can jump and then kick Mm -hmm. and it's a one hit kill and there are just these standoffs where it's like oh my god what am I doing what am I doing and then you just hit the button at exactly the right time and get that kick and go how did I know to do that? I don't like. It's one of the best feelings in gaming, where you're mm-hmm. like, my reaction time there was better than I thought it ever. That's the thing could I say be. all the time. Right. That's instinct. You can't teach that. Yeah, exactly. Like you just had the instinct. Which is to how do you that. explain your fluke win. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> exactly. You can't but, teach that. But when your fluke win yeah. happens yeah. Salty, four times got in a bodied. row, yeah, there you go. You got it. You got it, man. I don't know, but yeah. like when you get that win four <laughs> times in a row, you're like, maybe it's not a fluke. Like I just—that's what makes it that's so, so good. Weird. Is like, it, how did I do that? It's really a balancing field for people that want to be good at fighting games and people that are good at fighting games. Because yeah, I play yeah. this game against people that are good and aren't good. And exactly. generally, when you're playing against someone that is good, you can notice it because they know how the characters work and blah, blah, blah. When you play against someone that's not great, it's still the same thing where it condenses it down to a fact where it's not a fucking seven-minute fighting thing. It's just mm-hmm. like, he can beat me. I can beat him. I'll beat him more consistently if I'm better, but at the same right. time, I won't annihilate him like yeah. I do in any other fighting I like game. that uh. out of ten games, someone who just started playing it versus mm-hmm. someone who... will still win three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And, yeah, that, yeah. and that's a reasonable ratio, and that's what makes that game so good, is that it condenses that one great part about fighting games and puts it into a thing where it's like, it eliminates special moves, it eliminates combos, it eliminates yeah. all these like technical hurdles that hold fighting you don't, games You don't back. have to have like spent a lot of time on your own memorizing shit, you just have to kind of master timing. And if you're Spacing, naturally yeah. good at timing, like you will win a lot. 
And the characters are diverse enough to where there's like lots of different play styles available. Yeah. Like the regular two characters are just like the Ryu and Ken's that are just like dive kick dive kick. But then there's other guys who have like yoga corkscrew like float moves or like weird like uh, electrical trails after them yeah. that actually do the hitting and I lots mean, of cool all meta kind game of stuff. Like with with two button controls, there's yes. all kinds of techniques where it's like jump kick really fast to do a quick like. Just move forward a little bit? Yeah, just move yeah. forward a tiny bit. And then there's, like, people like me who I was trying to, you know, mess with someone and I would just, like, stand still and wait for them to come at me and, like, force them to make the Bro. first move. So there's, like, I don't know. There's, like, yeah. I mean, I was being a dick, basically. But it well, no. worked to throw them off guard. I'm sure I've rambled about that. I mean, I know I've rambled about this before on this podcast, but... It's a fantastic thing, and please buy it when it comes out because yeah, this kind of little idea Steam. needs support. Talking about DuckTales? Because it also stars. DuckTales! Yeah. It stars Thanks, friend buddy. of the show, Seth Killian. Mm-hmm. Seth Killian is in the game. He is a playable character. Also, if you Eskimo. do not know all the in jokes, it'll just seem like a super racist if fighting game. <laughs> if you don't know the in jokes, hit me up on Twitter. I'll explain all of them yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't understand why uh, it's saying fraud alert. I have videos I can send you. Uh-huh. I have documented issues of why this is funny. Why Marn has a neck pillow on. Hit me up. Sadly, Seth Killian is not in DuckTales, but he probably should be. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. He's, he does mm-hmm. the voice of a uh, cyber duck. Seth Tales. Robo duck. Cyber Robo Gizmo He's not in the credits. I am. I am. That's oh. actually a pretty pretty big feather in your cap. You're in the it crates is. of Ducktales. And if I if I never said that, and I, I feather in his cap. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I never said that, uh, please watch the level trailers. I, I wrote Launchpad's dialogue. That was no. a dream come true. Really? Through. Yeah. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, I got I'm surprised that. you didn't do his voice. Uh, Mr. It was really hard to <laughs> to write and do. Uh, yeah, that was writing for a dumb. A, a, what would you call it? a ditzy '80s character? Yeah, and like you, 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 this copy is done. Oh my god, this looks terrible, but it's perfect for a launch pad. Mm-hmm. I gotta send it to Disney. That Mr. was really McD. weird, Mister McD. I'm making a bunch of bad puns. Well, it's <laughs> and someone's like that sounds pretty launch pad and like just ah, oh, God. Just, I would never send this copy through to anybody else. That's <laughs> actually kind of amazing. You got to write Launchpad's dialogue. Yeah, it was a really weird experience. Just wow. plagiarized um, Malibu's dialogue from <laughs> <laughs> My favorite joke uh, in DuckTales is... In the, I wrote all, I spent all this time writing this, and then there's one in the game. Like, uh, Scrooge McDuck's, thanks for the lift, Launchpad. Mc, launchpad. Lift? That's my favorite principle of aerodynamics. <laughs> That's the greatest joke to make for a dumb character <laughs> who's just said nothing but dumb things. <laughs> like right there in the Amazon. Did it get rejected or is it? Is oh no, no, that's in the game. Oh, okay, it's, that's in the game. I didn't write wow. anything for the game. I never played it, so I couldn't. T- it's on Steam, uh, PS3, Wii U, and coming oh, September didn't... 11th for Xbox Live. It never forget. You didn't write the game dialogue. No, no. I thought you did. No, but for no. Launchpad Mc... Oh, it doesn't matter in this podcast. No, but it doesn't. For, ah, like for Launchpad McQuack. What did you ever ah, I can't wait to move <laughs> to the city of Cumbilch. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. He's talking about your Animal Crossing town. Not, I don't live there. <laughs> Yeah, all right, one more thing. Uh, If you somehow have not played The Walking Dead on literally every other platform, 
It's on Vita this week. If you have a power a device that's powered by electricity, <laughs> you can play The Walking Dead. I'm you can probably it play it on toasters. Right now. <laughs> yes, toasters. Play it on your fridges. fucking phone. I'm playing it right now on my e-cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> In the smoke. <laughs> You're inhaling emotion. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm playing it on Google Glass. Where we're not making decision is a decision. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, Inaction is an action. Mm. What? Mm. What an answer. Alright, that does it for new releases. Moving on to... Are we really to... out of beer? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, we are. Yes, we are out Transition. of beer. Don't worry, one of us will get more. You or me. Moving I'm on sorry. to being out of beer. Uh, some news this week. Uh, probably the biggest not. news Roy is news? Grand Theft Auto V. Yes. Showed off its... Well, this is last week's news, obviously. You're hearing this a few days after we record. But fucking Grand Theft Auto V showed off its multiplayer. Yeah, poorly. Well, <laughs> what well, DC was... Gamer has an opinion? Because <laughs> <laughs> they haven't even announced it for a platform. Also, NVIDIA leaked that it's coming out for PC, so you can be enthusiastic yeah, for it Yeah, but then NVIDIA said, no, we don't know anything. Sorry. Yeah, Rockstar's going to... Oh! But Rockstar right, just like... pulled down its pants and showed us its prickly-ass dick, so... Like, <laughs> am I wrong, scared. Though, am I wrong that they revealed the multiplayer and kind of really didn't reveal they it? They did it the in same time. vague terms. Yes, like, very the, vague. The, the like, impression that I get is okay. like it's like an MMO with its Where's own storyline but it's somehow the... for 16 players I think what it is is it's going to be like okay Grand Theft Auto 4 had a hub world mm-hmm. where you could kind of go and other players would drop in and out I think instead of that hub world it's going to be you're basically in uh, Los Santos with a different character you can follow your own little storyline that has single player missions but those lead into multiplayer missions where you can recruit other players to help you out who are on the same mission and then they say it'll also have traditional multiplayer game modes so that'll mean they have deathmatch and probably a bunch of the stuff that they introduced with GTA 4 racing which is way my whole takeaway from this trailer was I don't give a shit about anything with shooting I just care about dirt biking and quadding the the racing if you can if assuming that like the system of customization carries Mm -hmm. over then you can have your own like they they did make it clear that like you can have your own stable of vehicles yes and use them to race or in death matches Mm -hmm. or whatever you see you're a car motorcycle guy but I honestly think they could cut shooting from GT I'd be fine. Yeah, no, I'd seriously. I'd be fine with that. Like, like as long as I can just, I don't like, wave my arm out of window with an Uzi and like blast yeah. and stuff while I'm driving. While he's while he's riding around in a Faggio. But the, the <laughs> perfect, perfect. It's pronounced Faggio. What did I say? Faggio. Uh, my bad. Um, but they they are retooling the shooting for GTA. I mean, it's probably know, more Max Payne three. It is. It is. And yeah. they they have a I think a combat jog. That like combat you, jog. Yeah. It's basically like you can run and shoot. Can we get that URL right now? <laughs> it's where I combat run into jog. Michael, like jog slowly into him and slowly mm. knock hey there, him over. Combat and sure Ooh. am. Is that the new Mumford and Sons? You bet. <laughs> combat jog. Oh, combat Mumford jog. Combat Sons jog. The new jog. album from Mumford. Just imagine like Michael running around with a sweatband and, and earbuds in. <laughs> it's just like slow banjo, then fast banjo, <laughs> then slow banjo. Uh, that that my takeaway was the what I guess is meant Chilead. Is that? Yes, probably. The, it, like that's dr- one of them. There are a bunch riding of riding off on a dirt bike and then 
parachuting off a dirt bike with 16 people. Yes. That looks really cool. That's what I want to do. So I don't want to do a like heist. I don't want to do Setting up stupid shit with friends. But you yeah. can if you want to. That's true, and I appreciate that I have that option. Mm-hmm. To be fair, one of the things that really appealed to me that is a unexplainable thing was the idea where it was like, you can just cruise around. And it was just like two dudes in like Bel Air, like lowrider mm-hmm. knockoffs, just like cruising at 20 miles an hour down the main strip. I was like, I want to do that. Yeah. I just want to be like, fuck with me. That's, that's, fuck with me and my sweet car, you dipshit. I will get out and beat you to death with a baseball mm-hmm. pit. I had to drive down Rodeo Boulevard in slow the motion. Biggest, the weirdest thing about on the sidewalk. GTA 4 <laughs> multiplayer is that the, best, the most fun you can have with it is if you really go off course. If you really go off the beaten path and get really weird and break the rules. Mm-hmm. And every time I tried to play online, a lot of people didn't seem to want to do that. Like, it's a race. Like... No, nah, you're probably going to want to pull a bus out in front of the finish line and ruin everything for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's really where all the fun comes from. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I hope they figure out some way to invite that. Because <laughs> the, other, the other multiplayer modes were very like very standard. But it did invite you to mess things up and play mm-hmm. with everything. This is the inherent difference, I think, between Grand Theft Auto and Saints Row. Is mm-hmm. that Grand Theft Auto has really cool mods that we watch videos of mm-hmm. and laugh. That's Saints Row has right. those things built into the game. Yeah. You don't have to download them. It's like in... You know, I can drive as a piano in fucking Grand Theft Auto, and that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But in Saints Row, I'm literally a toilet riding that. a surfboard. That's built into the plot. Exactly. <laughs> Part of the plot is some teenager's oh. mod. Also yeah. in Saints Row 4, <laughs> exactly. loyalty missions. Another nod to Mass Effect. Uh, yeah, they really gave it Mass Effect, didn't they? If you want the best ending, you better do all the loyalty missions. Oh, God, I, I will. will. I will. I and they know. are worth it. <laughs> I I have heard. Yeah, I mean, I've heard some of the missions are kind of bad, but... Sing-alongs, back. Nice. Just say that. I just want to scream sublime drunkenly at my TV. Oh, I feel my like I should have up. more to say about all this, but GTA... Uh, yeah, the multiplayer what's, what's, might I, I okay. What's Bismarcky's uh, big... Noticeable hit, notable uh, hit. You got girl, what I need. You got what I need. Yes, yes. But you that, say that's you're just a friend. That's just one a of the sing-alongs. Oh, all right, that's excellent. That's yeah. a fucking amazing uh-huh. sing-along song. Man, you, uh, it's a requirement to sing poorly to that song because mm-hmm. he sings but, poorly. Yeah, that's his whole thing. That's why he is hilarious. <laughs> uh, um, also, interesting news this week. Uh, Microsoft. Well, again, last week, Microsoft announced. Xbox One will no longer need Connect to function, assuming it ever did in the first place. That was so stupid, and it never did. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I only think that was a um, come on. Like, did it? Re- like, if they could change that so easily, did it really need it? Well, it was, that's the crux of the argument. Is just like they never made any argument why it needed it. Yeah. So well, my my like, argument for why it needed it, it's not that I don't think Connect has no use. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't doesn't have a lot of use right. in the games I want to play at the, the moment. Is, but if they make it, if they make it standard. Yeah. And they make it always yeah, yeah, on yeah. in some fashion, and like people will start to think of things where you really exactly. need connect. Well, yeah, and I would it like never to needed it. They wanted you. To yeah, they, I, so they made it. Required. But, but, but the, there's no the incentive is, for developers to develop for it right. if it's yeah. not packed in and required. But, but here's the thing: that people reacted to this news by they they kind of pushed more. It's like, all right, well, why do I need to pay a hundred dollars for it if the system doesn't need it built in? Well. I am all for cutting Microsoft a little bit of slack on that count. Yeah, sure, because fine. They want to include it because they think all right, it's important. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt and assume Connect is something really cool mm-hmm. and that developers can do something really cool with. If you take it out of the package, you split the user base, yes. and we're back at square one, which we were in the yeah, 360 yeah, era, where only a few people actually bother yeah. to buy it, and then nobody wants to develop for it because nobody has no, it. No, that's they're, totally they're fine, but saying the system won't turn on yeah. without it is stupid. No, I think, I think we've, we've kind of won a 
major victory and that like we it no longer needs to be plugged in but i am again willing to buy into the ideas like all right you say this is something mm-hmm. really cool i'll trust you on this for against my better judgment and we'll see if it's actually <laughs> yeah. really cool but if everyone has one then maybe cool things yeah, will come cool out yeah maybe cool things of it. will come out of it the idea that like NSA, it's going to be evil and spy on me. There's like, there's almost no. Now I can unplug it, so I that's kn- no longer a concern. Kn- yes, you conspiracy theorists out there can unplug it and not infer that Microsoft is watching you eat Doritos. Why? Better look at me Doritos. when you say that's that. The thing, is that. I mean, the internet needed several what? terabytes of obese yeah. men jacking. Off. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, well, also the NSA may not be the the concern because some some random <laughs> schmo just hacked a baby monitor. Yeah. And, and yes. used it to swear at a toddler. Oh, awesome. Hey, baby, so, you suck. You won't ever achieve your dreams. So literally anyone could probably hack this thing and stare at you masturbating with Doritos or whatever. Yeah. And, and let's be honest. That's the only thing we're really afraid of. I mean, being somebody... Yes. Let's, let's be honest. I'm just nodding like, yeah. Are yeah, you good I have, I, have, I have a big piece of electrical tape over my iPad FaceTime. Just, just in case. Just in case. God, I, you guys are weird. I just I couldn't get off unless I thought someone was watching. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. no, I just assume I need I need a piece of technology to push my personal boundaries I, I assume, to make me a better person. I assume you guys see the Dorito dust on my chest as I vigorously uh, <laughs> masturbate while eating them. I, I really am not a fan of Tyler Pace. Yeah, you're you're, <laughs> you're you're star of a series of videos on Red Two. It's just Ooh. orange dick. <laughs> Salsa Verde. Uh, mm-hmm. ah, that's me, guys. <laughs> the thing with like, a Like, ooh, this is his cool ranch video. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. God <laughs> damn. Pre-order your Xbox One right now. The fuck did I start? I'm sorry. <laughs> that's double, right. Double that's... XP and Blinks the Cat. <laughs> blinks the Fuck Cat with three X's. <laughs> double Sex P. <laughs> Where would the X's go? Oh, Blinks. Blinks. B-L-I-N-X-X-X. All of this is Of course. Yep. In my butt. Great. Uh, we should all be fired. Yeah, probably. Probably. From this thing we do for her. All right. We got one more thing to get to in this podcast, and that's the community segment. So last week's question. Whoa! 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 whoa. I believe I have to read a review. Oh, shit. It's Duke Lombardi. You're goddamn right it is. How the fuck did you get in here? Because Jesus you keep Duke. asking me. Oh. oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, yeah. That's fourth wally breaky break. <laughs> get out of our apartment, Duke. I'll be gone in a second as soon as I deliver my message from the gods above. This week, DuckTales colon remastered. That's the game I'm talking about. I don't want to see it. Don't fucking want to hear anything. I'm here. We've don't actually, as odious as we find your presence, we're actually excited to find out what you think of you this. You fucking should be. I turned down Polygon to be here right now. Oh, <laughs> Is my voice getting deeper? I can't tell. Mike uh, McQueen is so pissed. <laughs> DuckTales Remastered retells the epic and bloody saga of Scrooge McDuck passed down through the generations of 8-bit Vikings and told in hushed tones to their children's children as a brilliantly animated platformer that stays true to its roots while adapting a few modern gameplay conventions and slathering the whole thing in a delicious, greasy film of beautiful, fluid 2D it's animatics. Animation. <laughs> it's cartoons, Mike. I don't get it. Uh, cartoons. It's like a Garfield phrase. You know, cartoons. Mm, like Garfield. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, Garfield. <laughs> Plus, you get to swim in muddy. <laughs> it is the greatest game ever crafted by human hands. No. Just behind Monster Hunter 3, DMC, Devil May Cry, Lost Planet 3, August 14th, <laughs> and also every version of Street Fighter 4. Yeah! 
I say this because it's true, but also because I'm on Capcom's panel. <laughs> uh, some of you may shout, Money Hat, uh, Shill, Plant. Crapcom? <laughs> when you hear this. I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> Cashcom is also off limits. Um, <laughs> but that's a disgusting allegation, Michael Grimm. I'm sorry, Duke. A hat is a stupid thing to make out of money. Uh, I like to make my money into underpants. Not only is it functional and attractive, but I never need to buy underpants. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck would be proud of my resourcefulness. And also of this game, which I give 37 out of, Hey, if you didn't want your car keyed, you shouldn't have parked it over my storm drain. Hats. Thank you. This Thank has been you, Duke. Duke Lombardi's E-rated reviews. Let's okay. keep doing these things. Are these still working? Yeah, somebody. Bye, bye Man, tell your brother gonna... to keep up the good work at Valve. I will see if you can get a hold of him. My press account's all figgly piggly. <laughs> somebody promised us an extra donation if that happened. Now pay the fuck up! Right, so community segment. Question of the week last week was what's your favorite indie, low budget, download only, or otherwise non AAA game, and why? DuckTales Remastered? Sure. Uh, Triskitable, once again, was the one who answered. And, once again, had a rather long response, which I'll try to get through quickly. <clears throat> Payday the Heist. I can't count the number of hours I absolutely wasted on that game. Some people point at it and say, Ha! It's a Left for Dead clone with cops! They're half right. A lot of the game relies on a team dynamic with picking specific loadouts and taking down priority Whoa, targets. Yeah, serious. Yeah. Overkill wasn't exactly being subtle to Valve's franchise when they named special SWAT units things like Shield, Bulldozer, and Cloaker. There's even a Left 4 Dead crossover in the PC version, with your team stealing a sample of the green flu, the zombie virus. He's like Al Capone with a bag. Where payday exceeds, it goes well into its own territory. Things like keeping civilians under control and taking hostages to trade to revi revive fallen teammates is a unique concept on its own, but the mission variety is simply staggering. Robbing a bank, sneaking through a high-rise to steal diamonds in a vault, and sneeling? stealing printing plates from two counterfeiters who have, a complex, who have a complex linking their homes underground in the suburbs. A lot of random variables happen that can screw your group over or make things go smoother. A guy might not give you the codes to a vault, or a car might crash through the roof, don't ask, and force you to cut it open to get its passengers in a stairwell. Oh, and the soundtrack is absolutely incredible. Payday 2 is just as, if not better, but that game got a retail release. I, 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 want, I like, every time I read about that game, I'm like, why am I not playing this? Payday 2 is I, kind of exciting. I look at it, and it just, it's like the cohort wearing the Joker mask from yes and like yeah. no thank you nope yeah I, like, well, <laughs> in my no, exact no. same reaction and, and Dude, every time I no. read about it it's like a different nope. game stop it get into it Just, no, you know I, what I, I like more than Payday the Heist Payday the Candy Bar let's read a random one try Payday sure. 2 I played it it's cool it is like Left 4 Dead but it's cool Slain Puddle says Castle Crashers it was my first ever download title and I fell in love with the art style immediately yes uh Behemoth? Yes. Behemoth. Oh, man, mm -hmm. I love them so much. The game, was a, the game was an immense amount of fun, and it poked fun at a lot of other four-player brawlers. Maybe, I don't know, uh, it had a lot of references that I didn't recognize. Speaking of four-player brawlers, it had four-player offline co-op. Oh, my God, in an era where those ceased to exist. Yeah. Pretty good. Castle Crashers was fun. It was never one of my favorite four games. four friends. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll never, I'll never use it, but it, and I, I will always idealize four-player. Mike, you're sitting around a table with four <laughs> people total. Who are this never in the same spot at one time. Never in the same spot. Thursday evenings. We are Sunday. your damn friends. Hey guys, hey guys, you want to go play four-player co-op? No, right now. No, nope. yeah, right absolutely now? not. I gotta go to bed. Actually, see ya. Nope. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't have. Four controllers that would have cost like three hundred dollars. Yes. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Point Let's made. This four-player podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you bring one? Did you bring a controller? This is where we spend all our gaming time. <laughs> yeah. The magnificent uh, man cooker says, "School girls, motherfuckers." Did he actually like said, that? "Motherfuckers." Oh, so there was an urban twang to it. But, <laughs> gee gosh, channel. this game is seriously amazing. I easily clocked in hundred hours of it, and I was fifteen dollars with free character DLC on the way. That's true. They did that Indiegogo fundraiser, mm-hmm. and if you already own it, you're getting most of it for free. What? Which is amazing. If you already what? own it, yes, three hundred and sixty, which is yeah, you're getting you're getting the DLC for free because other people paid for it. Cetrus. Mm-hmm. The, ba- the balance is one of the tightest I've seen in fighting games, so I see a good variety of characters online, even though there's only nine. That's true uh, in both cases. Limited characters, but they're all incredibly diverse. None of them are like clones of one another. It's very good. Unlike other games by Konami, uh, what? this game is so freaking pretty. Gosh, it's fun to watch the game in slow motion just to see the little details in every frame of animation. And, you know, despite the complaints, this game is actually pretty good at representing diverse female characters. And I mean, one of the females is a transforming abomination of ever-moving flesh. That's true. Mm-hmm. I just understand the complaints about the characters being too sexualized when about half of them are pretty freaky. His follow-up comment to himself is, the boobs are very nice, too. <laughs> but he is correct. I, this is weird, because this is a game that I was super into. Skullgirls is a fantastic fighting game. It's really good. The animation's amazing. It's really well done. They put a lot of effort into it. But I didn't realize it until someone called to me that there is a cheesecake factor to it, where it's Yeah, just, there totally is. There is. I, did, I didn't I know really hear any complaints about it. Certainly not to the level of something we like Dragon's we Crown. We right, weren't yeah, doing actually. that then. Hmm. Well, that wasn't well, happening. Well, I wasn't well, complaining yeah. about that. Though. I, no, people were not complaining about. I that, didn't to be even real. notice it in this game because it's like I've played a lot of female-only arcade games, like this and Arcana Heart, and like other mm-hmm. stuff, and Aquaplatz or Aquapots or whatever. And this is really good. It's fifteen bucks. If you like fighting games, buy this immediately. It's coming out on PC soon. Ever bulk at a cool-looking game for fifteen bucks for Christ's sake? Yeah, no, this Ever. is incredibly good. The amount of effort that's one of this. Yeah. And one of the best things I think this game did was when they did that Indiegogo campaign explaining how much money it actually cost to put a new fighting game into, or a new character into a fighting game. That was a fucking amazing moment for me because that was like, everybody bitches about how, oh, everyone re-released Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Oh, they re-released a new version of three characters. Wow, I have to buy it again. The amount of playtime and testing yeah. and creativity it takes to make a new character and put it into a fighting game without completely fucking everything else and up. And have it work. And have it work is not to be underestimated. That's a lot of fucking money and effort that goes into it. Yeah. And, yeah. Should not. Yeah, you try to design a Street Fighter character that won't break the game. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's... Yeah. Like, I can't imagine how hard that is to balance it against mm-hmm. every other character. Mm-hmm. Right. Which yeah. is also... This is a nice transition to the only chance I have to make this. SaltyBet.com is a hilarious yeah. site <laughs> where it's basically... You know Mugen, Michael? Yeah. yeah. It's basically yeah. they have Mugen on... But auto- maybe you should explain it to the audience. So Mugen is basically an engine that was made a bazillion years ago, and it's nothing really. It's basically just like a fighting game engine. Mm-hmm. You ever want to see it, Peter Griffin fight Scooby-Doo? This is That's exactly, exactly what, what I was thinking. And yes. you yeah. do. You do. And you uh-huh. do see that. But basically everybody makes their own broken-ass, horrible, unbalanced shitlord fighting character for mm-hmm. this game. 
and you'll some of whom have special animations for fucking when they're fighting each other. This this is true. Yeah. Yes, yes. But you'll basically see like Raditz SSJ Raditz four versus SSJ Raditz two, <laughs> <laughs> or to be a more uh, diverse experience, we'll say Raditz versus Mickey Mouse. Uh-huh. And Raditz will have a animation set that's fucking terrible, where all he does is one punch, but he'll one hit KO people. While Mickey Mouse will have several cool animations and will get mm-hmm. annihilated. And the whole gimmick hey. of the site is that you log in and you have like 4,000 free salty bucks hmm. and you bet them on each fight. And if you don't know anything about retarded custom Mugen fighting games, it's just hilarious because it's just a crapshoot every time. Could you create a character who was a hamburger who had no moves and just sat there and was immobile? But then if the other character attacks them and makes contact, they instantly become obese and die. You could, but you would have to make that guy and get him uploaded to their current whatever build of Mugen. Oh, no, that's too much trouble. <laughs> yes. I'd rather just get obesity and die. <laughs> they, 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 have they run... Uh, AI matches. Yeah, they're they all have, AI matches. Well, so they have designated times with live fighters. As yeah, well. when there's an actual stream or whatever, mm-hmm. like they actually do, like this, they have the same like skeleton set up for like uh, NorCal regionals or Evo mm-hmm. or whatever, where you can actually bet on real life matches with fake money. All right, moving on. Yes, we burn through three here. Yes, if you don't mind. Uh, really quickly, Stabby Joe says Mountain Blade Warband Napoleonic Wars. Mountain Blade hmm. is good stuff. Yeah. Mountain Blade is really good Armagon. stuff. Armagon. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but yeah, he's talking about huge 100 versus 100 battles. That is awesome. Yes. Uh, Mountain Blade is one of my favorite things. And to be to be clear, Mount and Blade, not Mountain, Mountain Blade. Blade. Ma- Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew Blade. Uh, Darth Ender X says, uh, Mark the Ninja. Yes. It managed to be one of the best stealth games ever made. Yes. Despite, or is because of, being a 2D game, yeah, it does a great job of just, like, going... Stealth games always try to find this balance between communicating the stealth mechanics and also trying to be, like, immersive. But I'm like... But Mark of the Ninja just goes, let's communicate visually, really clearly, the mechanics going on, Mm -hmm. and that makes it so much better. Like, don't hide... Don't hide the mechanics. Like it's actually better when players yeah. can see them. Mechanics like to be out in the open. Well, they they get their grease-stained yeah. hands on everything. <laughs> That's where they. Thrive. It's also one of the few things too where it actually rewards you for being and aggressive they can sing or sing girl. Yeah, <laughs> but I like the fact that like I can see the sounds my footsteps make, and mm-hmm. like I can see who will hear them. It's that really is by game. far Clay's best game, and Clay has made pretty good. Yeah, games, and that's their best thing. Jar says. My g- my knee jerk answer has to be Super Meat Boy, but does anyone remember Abuse? Yes, and I don't, so I wanted to read this whole thing. I do. Sounds like somebody cries out in an Oscar award speech. Does and anyone remember Abuse? <laughs> is that a game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's an old, it was a nineties PC game. It was a side scroller where you aimed using the mouse. Well, Chris, it's an old Windows game where you played as a questionably predator-looking bounty hunter. Side-scrolling his way through a huge spaceship, basically wasting xenomorphs. It was Alien vs. Predator before such a thing existed. The controls were tight. You moved with the keyboard and aimed with the mouse on a 2D plane. Badass intuitive controls, a great metallic washed-out art style. Complete absence of story. Fast-paced. Steep difficulty. It was the best AVP game that never existed. You can find it on old shareware sites. Now I'm interested. So you played Abuse, Michael. I did. Good? It was okay. Um, it wasn't the, the AVP that never existed? I played the demo for Mac years ago when it came oh, out wow. for Mac. Okay, I'm fine. more of a fan of self-affirmation. Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm going to read Greed E because he has a really cool animated gif of uh, somebody pulling off a fake head. Hotline motherfucking Miami. Yeah. Woo-woo. The 80s setting is fantastically utilized, the music is amazing, and the gameplay is engaging, nervous, and extremely challenging. Correct in all cases. Yes. yes. True facts. That game, that game is amazing. I played it through once and <laughs> Love loved it. it. Then played it through again on Mac and realized, like, oh, I can lock on to people by clicking the scroll wheel. This makes that? it so much easier. Uh, <laughs> it is so fucking hard if you don't know no, that. the lock on is important. It is. But it's still fun even without knowing that. It is. I didn't know that until right now. Wow. <laughs> and I've beaten it twice. You can totally <laughs> lock on to people, yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, Cool. You don't need to use it very much. but I'm core, helps. dude. I don't need some fucking handicap yeah. bullshit. You're core. That is the dumbest yeah, you, thing. You I've prefer ever to just <laughs> rotate yourself with the mouse and hope that you get in the right direction and don't suddenly twitch and I'm face so the wrong good. way. I'm so good. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played this yet. Um, okay, but uh, the Whalen, the Wallen, the Whalen. Uh, with a nice ROM signature in the forums. Um, I've gotten more enjoyment out of FTL than I have out of the last th- three Call of Duty games. Yes. I love every aspect, the randomly generated paths, the different unlockable ships, job, and all guy. the random events that you run across. Uh, but the best part is starting out with your own crew named after all your friends and then adding a bunch of weird aliens you find along the way. Oddly enough, uh, I find the stories and personalities you project onto these faceless little sprites that can be pretty compelling in their own way. Chris, mm. you are usually my weapons guy. Ooh. Mike, you're my engines guy. Yes. And always my pilot, because the pilots die the least, and I'm a little protective. Oh. Uh, Michael, you tend to be my, uh, my. I'm sorry, but you're kind of like my sensors and doors guy, which I know is like the least interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you, stay, you hang out in that part of the ship. Yeah, Whatever. That, I, I just slowly put my forehead against the mic. <laughs> But I uh, love FTL. Oh my god, play it! There's some of the forums named Crepe Crisis. You, yeah, <laughs> I generally make Bort my engine guy, Bort my sensors guy, <laughs> Bort my weapons guy, and Bort the pilot. Oh man, I make it people I know. Yeah. It's more fun that way. I oh, just my. name them all swear words. Yep, ass butt. Oh, you guys are jerks. <laughs> Shit fucker. Fuck FTL shitter. is the best. I though. can't go there. I, I do okay. make uh, like Scott Butterworth is usually the one who ends up in the airlock. But <laughs> if, <laughs> take if, that, Scott. If you guys don't know him. Scott Butterworth. You win. Uh, he lives up to his name. Totally he does. <laughs> yeah. So Crepe Crisis says he. I am inclined to say guacamole because it's wonderful, but it's so easy. And out on Steam now. Mm-hmm. It is. But it's so easy that I'll say sound to shapes instead. I'm sure he means sound to shapes. say sound shapes, but it's probably apes. Uh, <laughs> sound apes. Sound apes. It's simple platforming fused with its excellent soundtrack make for a very fun, albeit short experience. And the beat school levels are plenty fun, too. I watched my roommate play this a bit. Uh, pretty cool. I don't think it's one of my favorites of the year, but I do really like it. Ooh, Anybody else? Supportive Michael Grimm. Sound the shape. sound shapes? Yeah, sound shapes. Fascinating. Sound shapes. Okay. Yeah, that was a dismissive, uh, curt statement. I don't appreciate it, Chris. I can't no, help it. DuckTales Remastered is out. Nothing else matters. <laughs> <laughs> That was a real Kurt Cobain of a statement. Kurt mm-hmm. Cobain. A real more. Uh, Defense Grid The Awakening from Raccoon Hale. 
It seems game. To, Great it game. seems to this day to be one of the best tower defense games to ever exist, and is yeah. infinitely replayable. Every time I have to reinstall Steam for some reason or another, I lose all my saves from this game. Every single time I have reinstalled it and played it all the way through it. Why do you keep reinstalling Steam? Uh, you may need a new hard drive. It's, his I've, parents keep switching out computers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never had to reinstall Steam. So his dad's like, "Do I want Something's iOS, Ubuntu, or uh, Windows? Who knows?" I mean, there are updates, but. I probably have as many hours in this game as I have in Civ Five. If you have game. not played this game yet, you really should. It you is should. almost always on sale, and it even has GLaDOS Portal crossover DLC. Yeah. It was also free on Xbox Live for. It's one of those months. games where I've forgotten the like standard retail price because it's so often on sale, and mm. I'm like, I wonder what this is supposed I, to be worth. I just assume Team Fortress is five dollars, even though it's free. <laughs> yeah, it's on sale for so much. Yeah. All right. So, new question of the week. What is your favorite video game weapon of 2013? This can be a game that's coming out soon. It can be a game you've already played. In my case, it's a little bit of both because I'm going to go with the dubstep gun from Saints Row 4, Mm. which is awesome and empowering. And everybody will complain that it's way too repetitive, but that's because they don't know. You can go into the customization menu and select three different beats for it. Really? Yeah, I, I I like the the endless wubs. I like that some of the songs that they're sampled from are on the soundtrack, and I like that when it's fully powered up and you you give it explosive wubs, you are basically like anything you Uber point wub. yourself at will die instantly. <laughs> also, everyone will complain that dubstep is repetitive. Yeah. They're right. That's true. Wub wub wub. It's fun and it's cool wub, to watch wub, people dance and wub. cars bounce up and down while you destroy everything. Wub. Which reminds me, I got an email. Remember, did I ever, back in the day when I won Bambi the rights to Bambi's music? Oh yes. yeah. Uh, what happened I with did. that? Uh, I decided to start Laser Time, but, uh, but with <laughs> the rights to Bambi's music? Well, the money I was going to use to buy Bambi's music. Instead. The whole impetuous. Oh, so you, so you didn't buy Bambi's music? Uh, they want. I'm like, here, let me give you the money. And like, hold on a second. And then, but these, like, the dude called me up on the the show floor, and was uh, a Comic Con show floor. And it's like, can we get that check? And like, I won't be home in like six days. He's like, ooh, that's gonna be a problem. I'm like, well, fucking forget it. Like, I've tried for days. I've tried for weeks to give you your money, and I can't do it. I'm out of town. Doesn't matter. They're selling. Uh, right now, 140 grand. The rights to all of Coolio's catalog. I'm talking Fantastic Voyage, wow. Gangsters Paradise. Just got it in my email. You got to be a member. Wow. Uh, yes. So I'm thinking of starting a Kickstarter for us to buy, us to share uh-huh. Coolio's music. Let's use Can it as a theme song. Not be in this on any legal way. <laughs> you sure you don't want to own Fantastic Voyage? Yes. You sure? Yeah. All right. Slide, slide, slippity slide. That's how we drop. Does this include the Amish Paradise parody? Uh, I guess it would. I guess it would. (laughs) Now, uh, what was I going to say? Favorite weapon. Favorite weapon. Uh, This year, I'm sorry, they're going to be some Capcom weapons. Uh, Obviously, the cane. Uh, I still love not not just the cane. Like there is no other platformer that kind of requires you to Corporal McScrooge's cane. Uh, yes, Lieutenant Scrooge uh, to bounce around on a cane like that—that that, that hasn't really been replicated mm-hmm. very well. Love that he can whack stuff, he can bounce, and like it, bouncing is—and it, it makes working. Lieutenant Waterfowl so unique. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that and uh, the spectral demolishers I have in Monster Hunter uh, Three Ultimate—they um, are slime-covered dual blades. Which are the fast Kratos esque weapon in Monster Hunter? They are covered in slime, and slime, after a certain amount of time, uh, detonates on your opponent, so they are exploding swords. 
that are super useful and dragon or monster hunter is a bunch of all the enemies have different weaknesses you know like ice fire everybody everybody is susceptible to exploding swords slime so your favorite weapon is swords spectral demolishers are and, and cane sword you gotta make this funnier no I don't <laughs> yes you do you... <laughs> did monster hunter 3 come out this year uh, three ultimate did baby. Three ultimate, okay. Uh, I would say it's a tie. Pikmin three's rock Pikmin. I Ooh. love. Yeah, <laughs> they are pretty awesome. Fantastic little weapons. They are cool little dudes. You it's throw it's so people. satisfying throwing them into crystal. It really is. Yeah, like hitting like that chunky crystal with it and just seeing it like flake off and be like, mm. yeah, it's gonna shatter. And then it shatters and then you come, and it's great. Mm. <laughs> Definitely. But no, with a little the, whistle. A little <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's gonna be the most annoying thing for my roommates is that whistle. But uh, I love the Rock Pikmin. They're great. And I think my second favorite is... I was playing Monster Hunter with Brett earlier mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And he has some sort of weapon that's like a musical weapon. Oh, the hunting horn. The hunting horn. Mm-hmm. And he had one that was a coffin. Yes. And it's just called <laughs> Darkest Coffin. And it's like a huge coffin he wears on his back. And he pulls it out and plays like music with it. And then <laughs> gives clobbers you people with that's it. That's pretty awesome. And it was one of the coolest weapons I think it's I've like seen. A, it's like a weak hammer, but like he can... The combos he pulls off are playing notes, and then you mm. execute those notes, and then like, yeah, everybody has increased attack. It's like those guys in Kung Fu Hustle, who yes. have like the Ooh. big yeah. zither on their backs, yes. and then like play not, the notes that eviscerate people. Not Very a bad similar. Yes. Oh. Tyler? Oh god, I don't know. I really enjoyed the hand cannon in Bioshock Infinite. Hmm. That's a fun weapon, but it's nothing. Crazy special. Mm. In fact, none of the weapons there were crazy special. No, yeah, in kind fact, of they were the incredibly marginal. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but you know, I mean, in the context of the larger game, they were what about really the, good. Uh, the sword use. from uh, Rising Storm. You know, Rising Storm is probably where I should go. Uh, okay, yes, bonsai. The katana bonsai charge in Rising Storm, amazing, really fun. If you're with thirty-two people. All running at a point, going <laughs> with your swords out. Yes, that is fucking fantastic. Uh, the flamethrower for the allies. Wow, that is an amazing weapon. It's like you're this glass cannon where you know. I mean, you die as easily as any character, but you're only effective if you get up to the front line because you have this flamethrower that can shoot. But when you find a bunker and you're like, I know there's like six people in there, and then you just go. Click and you have like a tiny amount of fuel, but you fill the entire bunker with flames and just start looking up at the right hand corner of your screen. Kill, 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 <laughs> kill, kill, kill. You're like, um, does it say how many family members that person has? Yes, <laughs> actually, it multiplies yes. your kill score. <laughs> they died of grief. Yes, uh, um, which reminds and, me, and actually, it, it does like it does like just the Hiroshima guilt trip uh, thing that comes up. That's just like. <laughs> Uh, America is the worst. And, you are uh, not. Spoken like a true Canadian. Yeah. America's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Which reminds me, my favorite weapon of 2013 is actually words. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. This guitar. Uh, yeah. Such deep. Beautiful. So common. This machine kills fascists. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was... But I'm basically going to say everything from Rising Storm. The knee mortar for the Japanese side. Which the is Leonard knee mortar. The Leonard, Leonard Nimoy, the, the <laughs> which so is dumb. the counter to the flamethrower, is fantastic. Um, it's the kind of thing where you're like, you can kind of see a path of where your grenade's going to shoot, because you can shoot pretty far with it, but you're just kind of like 
banking on the idea that there's going to be people there and you're guessing as to where the enemy is going to be and when you guess right and hit like four people it's so, like ah, there's so few feelings in gaming where you're like I predicted enemy movements I shot the right place and like I won the slot machine I killed four people I am the best it's like it's such a good feeling and the same thing goes with the flamethrower when you like hit a bunker and you're like I know there's people in there Yes, there were, and like you, you really didn't know, but you mm. just kind of like thought, you thought you were being really clever, and most of the time you just waste all your fuel and there's no one in there. It's your live one more day to eat another MRE. That's right. Yes. That's right, man. Yeah, collect that That's GI right, bill, <laughs> and then you become Wolverine. Whatever. <laughs> if I can quickly back, then you go back and fight Japan. Apparently, <laughs> quick back, back. I'd also like to mention you the always lose. From Shiv from Last of Us. <laughs> That's a great weapon. Oh, the yes, shiv? The yes. Shiv. yes. Mm. Especially when, they, when you break it off in the neck of a uh, an advanced clicker. They really make it feel like a horrible shank piece of metal that you're just stabbing someone with. Uh-huh. It's not glorified. It's not like a slicing thing. It's like, I am putting this hunk of scrap into your yeah. face. It's the probably icon. shredding my hand as I do. Yes, yes. So. and the icon is literally scissors and duct tape. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how yeah, this works. Yeah. All the upgraded weapons are great. Yeah. I want to keep Rising Storm in your mind. Yeah, Rising Storm. So no, because it's so brutal and like 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 the like having a rifle with a bayonetta, it's like I just feel bad when I stab people with it because it's just so cruel and violent, and it, it reminds me of what you're saying, what I hear people say about The Last of Us, where it's just like. You kind of don't feel good about any Keep kill. your fingers crossed for that port, man. Yeah, I will. Yeah, no, I won't. <laughs> That's going to happen. Never I can't wait. going to happen. Take my headphones off. Bye. See you. <laughs> so what's your favorite weapon of 2013? Let us know at lasertimepodcast.com slash forums, lasertime show discussion, or go to videogameapocalypse.com, find the article for episode 29, and let us know in the comments. Plugs, plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me at Wikiparas. Somebody else go. Cantista on Twitter. How about that? And listen to Laser Time this week. Uh, we are talking about. Oh boy. Uh, the most famous fictional ducks. Um, in our, <laughs> uh, and who knows? Uh, well, that was last week. I don't know what we're doing this week. At Pseudobred on Twitter, Vice Principals on Tumblr, oh. and Bortz Jorts on WordPress. And listen <laughs> to Cape Crisis, and there should be a new episode of Cheap Popcast coming out soon. Don't um, diminish my plugs with the cheap Bortz Jorts. What? A cheap but the Cape Crisis? Oh. Bortz Jorts, everybody. Bortz Jorts. Bortz Jorts this and Pseudobred. This is Jorts. Bortz Jorts Crisis cast pod pop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, my turn. Mm-hmm. Mike Grimm's... Tyler underscore wild on Twitter. Read my latest Garfield fanfic at <laughs> uglyhumans.com uh, and go to peacegamer.com to read all kinds of stuff. There, there really is a Garfield fanfic there. So That you wrote? Yeah. Creepy. There is? Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Who's Why? the star? Who's the star? Garfield. Oh, okay. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Sorry, I thought it was going to be like Arbuckle's nephew or something like no, that. No, it's really depressing. Yeah. He's so. he's uh, owned by Fatty Arbuckle. And <laughs> Odie's replaced with a Coke bottle. Odie's kind of a hope there's metaphor some, some for... Vaudeville fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> also, read my review of Papers, Please on MacLife.com. That's our Papers, show for this... please! Exactly, exactly. That's our show for this week, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you next week.
A baker's dozen of dildos was sent via FedEx to the Somalian oligarchy today as a representation of our displeasure with their current political decisions. <laughs>